I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, this is the, the start of the show at this point. Okay. Um, so we're going to edit. We're going to start right now, guys. Yeah. It's going to be good so, from here on out. Yeah. So far, so, I feel like uh, we're, we're all right. I can, I can hear the, uh, the podcast music dying, you know, oh. the, the show intro music dying, you know, I've never <sighs> thought about it as dying before. Yeah. That's just croaking out of existence, you know? <laughs> so you're saying, like, now that I picture it, I'm like, so when that starts up, people are all like, yeah, cool. But off to the side, Brent is slowly choking the music out. I'm, I'm putting a pillow over its head. Wow. And just, yeah. Just That's suffocating. Dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just putting out its light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Do I snuff out the music intro and outro when I edit? Yeah. Of yeah. course. Like... Like, I, yeah, why wouldn't I? I thought it was called a fade, but it's it's snuffing it out. No, on my computer it says snuff, oh, snuff that music, and I'm like, yeah, let's let's do it. And then it gives you options like pillow or blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a pillow. Um, yeah, it has a, a selection of of different like bedding options, but then I'm just like, well, that's kind of weird. So then I've got um, mm-hmm. I've got a knife and a hatchet. Oh, and um, looks like what is that? Oh uh shuriken like ninja stars you know oh cool 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 yeah so those are the bladed but weapons. they're paper ones that you built in school mm-hmm. yeah they're from uh, they have the the blue lines from the notebook <laughs> yeah. paper in there uh, they it's very do have razor blades icon. oh yeah mm-hmm. so they're kind of weaponized but yeah. they don't go very far <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> then it has some wooden ones like a mallet and mm-hmm. a uh, a baseball bat uh it also has an option under that uh under the baseball bat for a wiffle ball bat uh, mm. And it says wiffle ball bat, LOL, because it's like, come on. What, what do you, yeah, what are you going to do Nobody's going to get injured. Yeah. You're going to get stung on the head a little bit, and you're going to be like, guys, come on. What you do is you drill a hole in the end, you fill it with concrete. Mm-hmm. And then and you, you fuck it. A- huh? <laughs> where are we, where are we going? <laughs> What's amazing is, of course, my head at first was like, you cut a hole and you fuck it. And then I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> He needs it as a weapon. So I want to say he's going to fill with concrete. And you were like, and then you fuck it. Perfect. It's perfect. Full circle. Look, we got there. Hey, the full it's circle. Fine. There you go. You know, like, yeah, with a wiffle ball bat, when people like put their head, their forehead on it, and they spin in a circle like 10 times mm-hmm. and they try to hit it, and it's all funny. You got to do that, but then you got to fuck that bat. Yeah. You got to find that hole. Wait a minute. I thought that was part of it. You've been doing that for that, years? Is that why I keep getting kicked out of those competitions? Uh, I think it's safe to say yes. Interesting. But who's the winner there, really? Brent. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I I, I never get any more than like a slap on the wrist because I have my pedometer on me. So I'm just like, <laughs> wait, is that a joke from the outtakes? Look, go listen to those outtakes. I loved it, though. So you know it's good. <laughs> yeah. Laugh now and then <laughs> get worried uh, listening back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you but, mentioned it. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, the ice cream business is good. So yeah. with that note, what do you say we are doing it? Sure. Awesome. Well, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And my voice is kind of cracking. So welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Welcome. <laughs> We're finally changing, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know about you, but I woke up tired as fuck this Same. morning. But I had to let these dogs use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean like out in the yard. I mean, like I have to escort them to the guest bathroom, uh, sure. let them use it, make sure they wipe all that yeah. stuff, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. training these children. Um, You're and your dog I, dad. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to go back to sleep, but I was kind of like in, in this weird, like in between time where mm-hmm. I was like, if I go to sleep now, I'm going to wake up 
four minutes before as time to start yeah, recording. Right. It's gonna be a whole thing. <laughs> be Plus, I had a, a, I had a movie I had to finish watching for this episode, mm. so uh, I was eager to do that. But um, yeah, so I, I'm very tired. So I've got myself a a nice thermos of coffee, black coffee. Oh, nice. Yeah, hoping I can uh, wake up during this recording. Probably. By the end of it, I would say I'll be awake and ready to mm-hmm. start going. All right. I mean, so I, I'll just keep it afloat until then. Yeah, if you can. Cool. I'm super excited this. about it. Yeah. If you can, just uh, talk about the stuff I watched. I'm not going to tell you what it was. Just um, best guess. Got it. Um, you watched uh, two Smurfs and one Smurfette. Mm-hmm. Um, and oddly enough, she was the dominant one. It's it's quite a show, actually, guys. Uh, yeah. It's a two and a half hour um i mean adventure adventure yeah you could mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. uh i don't want to spoil anything it's amazing mm-hmm. you guys should check mm-hmm. that one out um that's available on brent's website and uh mm-hmm. also Pornhub. uh clearly yeah yeah they make a uh smobbly h um uh, it's pretty yeah pretty awesome <laughs> yeah and then um what else did you watch what else what else you watched the uh my little pony documentary yes um it's called mm-hmm. best friends for life Mm-hmm. Yep. The My Little Pony and Brent journey. You made it, but you watched it. <laughs> yeah, I had to watch it back. It was my first time after all the edits have been done, the music had been added and everything. At a certain point, I was just like, I couldn't figure out the, the edit, so I was just like, fuck it. Let me turn this over to uh, the guys who edited all those Mountain Dew commercials and yep. also Suicide Squad. I'm like, you guys make something of this. <laughs> so anyway, you I guys had to used pay to shit. a shitload of money to Queen um, for music royalties. <laughs> So, you know, but we got that money coming in from SoundCloud. That's right. That's oh, right. Wait, is that our money going out? Wait, checks notes. Yeah. God uh, damn it. I I'm did fucked. it again. I'm fucked on this. Yeah. Did it again. Um, mm-hmm. That's all right. We'll make it work. Mm-hmm. We won't yeah. rob a bank. Wink. 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 <laughs> am, I, am I doing it every time you do it? <laughs> well, uh, so today... We're just going to talk about some random shit uh, once yes, again. But, mm, but, listener, stay tuned at the end for we will oh, announce yeah. the next round of pop culture combat. And guess what? You might already be seeing it in the show notes. So maybe it's what? not a big deal. And you can, you probably already saw it on like social media or probably, whatever. Probably already know. But I mean, like, act surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we listen back to you listening to this. Uh-huh. We want to hear those surprised gasps. Oh, yeah. We have to check the tapes. Yeah. You have to check the tapes. Roll them back. We pay mm-hmm. a lot of money to get data and all the people that listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mama. Yeah. Most most of you guys have lovely homes. Yeah. Uh, Chris, step it up. Yeah. Anyway, um, we also have a little bit of uh, news that everybody on the internet's been talking about mm-hmm. uh, this week. That we I'm to pregnant. <laughs> You, was, you went so quick into it. It's true. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling? I'm good. My ankles are a little swollen. Sure. And, um... <laughs> was it really dirty? I, I almost got super problematic there. Oh, um, excellent. Yeah. So yeah. You want to just call it there? Yeah. So you got those Yeah, my crotch is, is definitely engorged. So, you know. Excellent. Do with that what you will. So. Yeah, for sure. There's a baby mm-hmm. in there after all. Yeah, absolutely. Who's baby in Brent's balls? Just hanging low. He, she, or they are aching to get out. But listen, 
Brent, as he just said, he'll be very tolerant and very open mm-hmm. as a parent. Right. It's going to be very nice. Yeah. Some kid is going to be lucky to call mm-hmm. you Papa. Yep. Someday, like, you, like they call you in your native country yep. of, of Mexico. Yeah, that's right. Papa. Yeah. <laughs> Hola. Hola, Papa. No, no. Son, daughter, or they. Um, we're not Mexican. I know we look like it, but. People, I want to clarify to people right now, too. You're not saying the words son, daughter, or they. You named your child son, daughter, or they. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to cover my bases. Yeah. Much like, checks notes, a baseball player in Ooh. sports, in sports game. Wow, who are you? I don't know. Pulling this out. This is nice. I, you know what? With the, the, everything shut down, I'm like, finally, I can get caught up on this sports TV yep. show everyone is into. Yeah. And there's so many, like, storylines. I'm like, hey, you got these guys who exclusively use their hands to move a ball Mm-hmm. toward a stick then you have this other storyline where these guys are moving a ball down a field but they can't use their hands yeah. <laughs> i like when you kind of base layer each sport like that mm-hmm. and then you got a, another sport where the ball is a puck and mm-hmm. it's on ice and they're on skates and they have sticks and they punch each other it's it's kind of an odd it's like it's like a, a sport by committee this uh this yeah. hockey, hockey show yeah it's like okay here's what we got to do we got to move this ball to from one end to the other what if it's not a ball what if it's a <laughs> yeah. does it have to be a ball can it be a puck uh yeah okay, well, i guess i guess so we, we just like pick it up and and throw it and run with it no no no, no. what if we have sticks on this but these, the... this other story didn't need sticks though yeah but we're going to change it up a little bit okay. okay all right so we got sticks and we've got this puck now, I know what you're you're thinking. How is that going to work on grass, astroturf, what have you, dirt, some places, mm-hmm. whatever? Uh, why don't we bring in Carl? Carl, come on in. Tell him, tell him your idea. <laughs> it's on ice. <laughs> All right, so we got that. Um, and I guess we can. And they punch each other a lot. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. You've already said your piece. Okay, bye. <laughs> Man, Carl is the uh, expert at leaving a room with a yeah. toot. And <laughs> it helps him get out of the room a little bit quicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. But yeah, that's the true story of how hockey was invented. So that's You heard it here first, folks. Mm-hmm. Go Ducks. Oh, quack, quack. Quack. No? <laughs> Here we got the, the gooses. The duck's natural enemy. But you accept all kinds. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Just like yep. your child, who we named earlier. Uh, son, daughter, are they? Son, daughter, are they? Son, daughter, yep. are they? Mm-hmm. Yep. I can almost spell it. Almost. Almost. Well, um, there is a little bit of news besides mm-hmm. your pregnancy that we wanted to attend to. Yeah. And uh, that's a little thing coming to HBO Max in 2021. Brent, do you want to give this a little little talking to? Uh, I do. So uh, it was announced earlier this week, or I guess last week. Uh, Who you knows? Know, days ago, I guess, uh-huh. as of this record, that uh, the Snyder Cut, a.k.a. the retitled Zack Snyder's Justice League, as you said, is coming oh. to HBO Max in 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the fans... All 
uh, 100,000 annoying fans <laughs> yeah. who have been demanding this finally have their wish. Um, and uh, you and I have talked about this on the podcast before about uh, if it happens, it happens. If not, mm-hmm. no big deal. Like the, uh, you and I watched the, the uh, original movie yep. here in uh, Casa de Hibbard. I mean, that's why everyone thinks I'm Mexican. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, and uh, we had a good time. Uh, it's, a, it's a dumb movie. Uh, and yeah. it's just bonkers as fuck. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's really kind of all I needed from it. So I wasn't clamoring yeah. for the, the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like the, the cut of uh, Zack Snyder's that did exist had unfinished um, effects and uh, sure. maybe like a, a green screen and, and whatnot, storyboards or whatever. Um, but I, I guess the, the story itself was there. Mm-hmm. But um, I, from what I understand, and this is uh, rumored, Mm. Um, so I, I, I've taken zero effort to confirm this because I don't know, I'm just, I'll, I'll wait to, to watch the movie, but, uh, evidently they're going to give him another like 30 to $40 million to, mm. I guess, finish the, the movie and, and the effects and whatnot. Yeah. And I guess maybe bring in some of the actors to refilm scenes or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. See, I heard, yeah, I heard they're not bringing people back for reshoots that they had everything. They just need to finish the effects. So I oh, still, okay. for one, I think we just don't know. And there's a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. speculation out there or whatever, but yeah, um, it's interesting. They're doing that. I, I think that's cool. Um, honestly, I couldn't remember what you and I had really talked about it. Um, I think you're right. It's probably just like, we were like, whatever, if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that it's happened, I'm surprised that I, I'm, I'm not excited, I would say, but I, I'm surprised yeah. that I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a, uh, and we've talked about this a little bit too. Um, I had mentioned it with, um, not my minority report, but, um, AI, artificial intelligence. Like mm-hmm. that was like a Kubrick movie that he was like preparing for years and then Spielberg took it over because he died. And it's an interesting thing to see like two big directors um, like finish a project and whatever. And then to see that with Justice League and how that came about as a, a project unto itself, an experiment that Zack Snyder had finished most of it. And then they brought mm-hmm. in Joss Whedon to finish it out. Um, that was interesting enough, you know, to see what, what came about with that. But then now to be like, oh, we are going to see what the other version would have looked like. That's kind of interesting. Just as yeah. a film fan, you know, mm-hmm. um, what is this going to do? Will this improve the movie at all? Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's a question that I want answered. So I'm excited about yeah. it enough for that. So that's cool. I've, I'm intrigued to see what the differences are, I guess. Just so yeah. the... Um, the the scenes that Whedon filmed stand out a little bit more mm-hmm. like as you're watching sure. the the actual like uh, the currently released version of Justice League you could probably like pick out parts that that Joss did but we won't know for sure mm-hmm. until we can compare the two you know huh that's a good point but also mm-hmm. like this will be the Snyder cut it should be mm-hmm. you know anything without Joss Whedon's input but what if Joss Whedon had filmed a, something that they wanted to include in it like Will mm-hmm. that be part of it? Like, would that be like uh, Zack Snyder's re-reviewing this now? Or is this the movie that he would have released? To me, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like as a filmmaker, it's it's interesting for him to go back and just make the film he was going to make. But how can you yeah. do that at this point? Justice mm-hmm. Lee Liot is in the world. It's been years now. He's a different person, different filmmaker. Um, it'd be interesting to just have him basically re-edit it and finish what he can finish. But who knows what form this will take? You know, it won't, mm-hmm. won't necessarily be the movie that was going to be released in the alternate timeline that he was able to release it, you know? Yeah. So I wonder if this is a big hit, like regardless of quality, like yeah, uh, Man of Steel, uh, Batman versus Superman, 
and then like this would be like the third part of that trilogy Mm -hmm. i feel like in tone or whatever sure um so there's that consistency there but like if if the if there are a lot of like people subscribing to hbo max just to like see this movie and Mm -hmm. there's like a a bunch of like views of it or whatever um i wonder if that would reset the like dceu timeline to where they're like okay so we Here's were doing the official good. time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they, they dropped the three theatrically uh, released version of Justice League from the continuity, and they're like, "Okay, no, no, uh, we we can't do anything with that." But yeah, now we've got this um, because, like, I don't know. I, I feel like the DC properties are potentially confusing to, um, uh, like the the regular like non movie enthusiasts, yeah. you know out there enough so that they're like oh jared leto isn't playing the joker in this joker movie or yeah whatever. or oh they're recasting batman again is he gonna be in is wonder woman gonna be in it or whatever like i wonder if that rewrites everything to where like it's a good point uh you know they would have more um more of a continuity to move forward with you know with uh yeah. cavill coming back as a superman and um you know maybe bringing uh shazam and and uh and maybe the new Suicide Squad into mm-hmm. the picture as well. So, I don't know. That is an interesting thing, too, because this has been such a weird experiment of the um, DCEU and what they've tried to do and failed at, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you like the movies or not, I, I think it's fair to say that, like, their plan has not gone on, you know, without a hitch, you know, like, right. gone off without a hitch. It's, it's uh, they, they're wildly different movies. They have multiple characters at the same time, you know, like two jokers at the same time two whatever at the same time, like there's, there's, there's a suicide squad movie. And then the suicide squad movie coming out, mm-hmm. which is so close, but similarly titled. And I, I don't know, like, it'll be interesting as much as we've given them as a company, um, leeway as fans to figure this out, which is not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be yeah, a new turning point that they could just be like, fuck it. This is what we're, this is continuity now, you know? Yeah interesting hmm uh it's definitely a cool experiment and yeah. i'm i'm overall happy that it's happening um i'm glad for mm-hmm. those fans and it'll be interesting to see and yeah. uh yeah i just I, I never really expected it to to happen though i mm-hmm. really thought this would be lost to the world and uh it's kind of fascinating that they're actually going forward with it and i imagine especially with trying to bring hbo max and make that even a, a bigger juggernaut than hbo is as a streaming service um this will be a good one for them to have, and I think they'll make their money back. You know, they're mm-hmm. seeing that as well. Like, fuck it, give them, give them like thirty million bucks, and we'll get a huge return out of people subscribing to this. Okay, yeah, you know, I think it's worth sure. it for them. Might as well, yeah. fuck it. You know, interesting. Um, also, uh, we should say this episode drops the day before HBO Max releases. So, oh. um, HBO Max, if you guys are looking for a <laughs> podcast, mm, get out your voice. <laughs> We're talking about you a lot lately, all right? Yeah. Come hey, on. you know what? Uh, we love the DCEU. Yeah. We talked bad about them once, which is technically true. We did not talk bad about them once. Yeah, that once. is true. Yeah. And I feel good for all of the times that I have never talked about them. Wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wink. I did it. I did it. <laughs> well, uh, what else you got going on right now, man? Well, Steve and I watched some text notes stuff uh i watched three movies recently perfect i watched about that well yeah we'll see 
We'll see what the <laughs> reviews are. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to get as much use out of HBO now as I can. Same. Um, before it, it switches over. Um, and I was going to go through, like, I had been adding, like, I went through alphabetically on the HBO Now app and just started adding stuff to the list. Same. And I got <laughs> I got up through M, and then, you know, it was late one night, and my wife was like, okay, we got to call it night. We got to go to bed. And I was like, okay, so I'll finish this later. Uh-huh. But now it's to the point where I'm, like, days away from it switching over to HBO Max, and I'm just going to have potentially more content available. Sure. So why why even worry about it at this point? So... Uh, the stuff I watched are um, in the A through M range. Okay, on, yeah, good to know. On HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to veer out into the scary lands of N through Z and yeah. potentially uh, numbers. You might never start with numbers. Yeah, you would have never come back. Yeah, that's right. Lost, lost to the, the HBO. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's see where to start. Where to start? Um, you know what? Since we're on this topic, let me start with a DC movie. Mm-hmm. I recently watched. Steven, I watched Joker. Oh. <laughs> Brent, I, I'm oh. looking through my fingers at you right now. Okay. I have to I have to say when I was scrolling through the other day on HBO, mm-hmm. I saw it again. And I, I, not every time, but like a lot of the times I, I, I scroll past it. I, I have an inkling that I want to try it. And then I'm like, nah, nah I have other things to watch. And I just mm-hmm. never really get over that hump. What, what yeah. got you over the hump? It was available to me at no extra cost. Um, I, had, I had heard, you know, a lot of super polarizing opinions. Like, um, uh-huh. I, I, for the most part, people either love it or hate it. I've heard from uh, uh, from one person uh, personally that they were like, yeah, it was okay. Like, I, I wouldn't have, like, gone out of my way to see it at the theater, but since it was streaming, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I, it was fine. Um, so I, I tried to look at it from that approach and i was like you know what if i'm gonna go into this movie i gotta just like clear my clear my mind of like whatever like was going on in the world at the time of its release because i know there was a lot of people Mm. that were like well this reflects bad on stuff going on in the world right now sure it's just trying to set that aside and just hope that the filmmaker was was not like okay that i'm taking that into perspective or whatever you know so i just watched it as a movie about a guy who turns into a clown <laughs> at the sight of a full moon turns into a clown, um, and uh, you know I'm still not sure where I am with it. Okay, like, I don't necessarily have a strong opinion, which I know has to be frustrating for people listening to this podcast where we talk about stuff. Yeah, but that's that's the truth. I I, I feel like I have to sit with it for a bit. Um, I, it was, I think, craft wise, it was a. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. think it was like a, a well-told story. I don't know that I necessarily need the origin of a Joker. Mm-hmm. That said, they do a lot to uh, to put me at ease with stuff I didn't think is important or needs to be revealed. Like there's there's stuff about uh, like for example in the uh, in the movie, um, Joaquin Phoenix plays a character who becomes the Joker. His name is Arthur Fleck. I'm like, man, giving the Joker like a name mm-hmm. like knowing who he really is it's, it takes away f- from it for me yeah but they do something in the movie to address that and then i was like oh okay hmm. i'm kind of okay with this interesting and um you know even though he wears a maroon suit instead of the classic purple and he got blue on his face instead of just you know the red you mm-hmm. know i was like ah, you know what artistic interpretation fine i'll let yeah. it go okay 
I learned that from Frozen. Just let it go. Yeah. Um, but it is a very dark movie. So if you're not in the mindset to watch a dark movie, mm-hmm. maybe you put this one off for a while. I think it's something worth seeing at least once. Okay. Um, it's not... Uh, it's definitely not a DCEU movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not a fun or funny movie. Like, <laughs> you think with a character named the Joker, there would be... At least one joke. Humor yeah. in it? And, like, he does, like, do stand-up in a club. Oh, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but the jokes aren't funny? Like, yeah. Very, very little of this movie uh, is funny. Like, I think there's one thing where, like, after the fact, like, 28 seconds later, I was like... Oh, I, I wonder if they wanted that to be funny. Was that supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. Was that supposed to be a, a joke? Um, but the movie is is very very dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert De Niro, um, it's in the trailer where he talks to Joker uh, backstage or whatever. Yeah, like that part of his performance is really good. But when he's the the host out there on the show, like man, it just like doesn't click. It seems so like mm-hmm. wooden and stiff or whatever. And I know they're going for a, a particular aesthetic of a mm-hmm. of a uh, late night talk show host uh, the movie takes place in 1981 or whatever okay. um so they're going for that but it seems like it's kind of more uh 60s or 70s ish hmm. in vibe i don't know uh that that part didn't work for me but otherwise the performances were were pretty good zazie mm-hmm. beats is in it i always love her she's always great and everything yeah. um and joaquin phoenix like i don't know that I would have given him an Oscar necessarily, but he did like really do a great job yeah. with this character. And he, he does like his laugh thing that he does mm-hmm. is uh, like, it seems like he, he really put a lot of thought into it. Like, because there's a lot of performance, like he's got a, like, I guess part of the story is he's got a, a mental illness and mm-hmm. he has this little card he carries with him when people get mad that he's laughing at inappropriate things. He hands it to them. And it says, I have a mental illness um that makes me laugh at inappropriate times it's you know it's something i'm dealing with whatever um and he he does a really good job with that um and then also like i like that part of it but then also there's a lot of uh dancing in this i was like huh this is a this is a choice (laughs) all right they're they're going for it i guess so that's that's kind of weird but uh yeah overall i i'm glad i watched it i don't know that i'm in a rush to watch it again mm-hmm. but i think maybe like later down the road it's something i could see myself watching like if i wanted a a good like uh like dirty like crime drama almost mm-hmm. it kind of falls more in that vein than a uh, uh like a super villain story yeah. to me yeah wow so many thoughts um i'm shocked that you watched it um that's right you know and not though also uh i mean like i figured eventually we might get around to it but like i said i i from whenever i've just scrolled past it i've just never like i've never wanted to enough to get me over the hump um mm-hmm. i just end up going to watch other things but now that you've seen yep. it it makes me want to watch a little bit more you know mm-hmm. i hadn't really had anybody that had seen it that i was like uh i liked their opinion or whatever i pretty much just heard people online so because most people that I actually knew didn't really care to go see it so that really kind of opens it up a little bit i might mm-hmm. you know i still have hbo right now and it's on there i've, I've seen it show up and i might check it out um eventually i i am intrigued yep. at some points and, and others i'm just like not enough you know that's been my thing yeah basically mm-hmm. so uh but yeah that's interesting and uh a lot to think about a lot of chew on there yes yeah yeah interesting um so i 
again, like I'm very like middle of the road on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to sit with it a bit. Sure. I, as I was watching the movies, I could see like the flaws in it, but then also I saw like the like artistic parts of it where mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, like I can, there's enough meat on the bone for me to gnaw on there. Yeah. You know? Um, and I know some people are like, this is the greatest movie of all time guys. Fucking relax. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> chill out a little bit. Let's pump the brakes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Have you seen the movie Problem Child? That's the greatest movie of all time. Or Problem Child 2? Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch the shit out of those movies, too. Right. I think yep. they are terrible movies, like not mm-hmm. well-made movies, um, let alone having a terrible shit children in them. But um, really liked that when I was a kid. <laughs> right. Super messed up. Well, uh, another HBO one that I watched um, mm-hmm. that I'd been looking forward to for a long time um, was The Kid Who Would Be King. Oh, yeah. Right? So the King this, Arthur joint, right? Yeah, for sure. This yeah. was um, directed by um, Joe Cornish, who had done Attack the Block, which mm-hmm. I love so, so much. And uh, he's like a, a, a friend and a co-worker of Edgar Wright. And this was his... I, I love Attack the Block so much. And um, Joe Cornish, the other stuff he's been in seems to be pretty good. He's written some stuff and everything. Um, and I knew this was... Uh, this is definitely a kid's movie. And uh, but it's awesome before that. And um, I've been looking forward to it because it made me think of the kids movies that we grew up with more like Monster mm-hmm. Squad and stuff like I, I it's been a, like a week or two since I've seen this now. But um, it wasn't like they were like cussing all the time or whatever, like maybe an 80s movie would. But it felt like there's not a whole lot of like good, like well-made kid adventure movies uh, anymore. And there used to be a lot. Yeah. And so yeah. that was kind of fun. Um I, I feel like if I had actually seen this with a kid, um, I might have liked it more. It's, it's definitely like a little more kid friendly than I was expecting. I expected to be more like young adult that I could be into, but um, it had some like pretty like it's like silly things. But uh, overall, I liked it. Um, the main kid in it is uh, Andy Serkis's son. I can't remember his name right now, um, but he was really good. Um, I heard about him a little bit for that, but um, and then, I think his name is. I think his son. Yeah, I'm looking it up. His uh, the kid's first name is Big Top. Oh, really? Yeah, Big Top, Big Top Circus? Circus. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great name for a kid. It really is. He's never gonna get teased yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, uh, Louis George Circus is oh. his actor name. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Big Top is his Christian name. Exactly, of his Christian yeah, name, of right. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a guy named Angus Emery who plays Merlin, and in this story, uh, essentially, it's like basically whenever King Arthur days happened, um, there was Morgana, who is King Arthur's sister, who wants to like take over um, the realm or whatever, and they banish mm-hmm. her into the earth and they like, lock her in this chamber. But she's like a magician and stuff, and then it flashes forward to like modern days, and they've put like spells over it or whatever to like know when you know when she's going to wake up, but it's kind of like whenever the world is shitty again and we need a King Arthur to pull the sword out, the sword will appear. That kid will get it, whoever will get it. And then she will return to like steal it again. Is the kind of like the myth of the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's like a modern day thing, but it was cool because it's, um, they address some things, especially from like a kid's point of view about how like fucked up our world is now. So they would like talk about how like, the you know divisiveness and all the shitty things that are going on basically and that they like we need a hero and everything we need like a little hope and so it was really like a pleasant movie in that way and i think it's uh definitely good for that but uh merlin in it um is played by angus emery this this like teenager and patrick stewart mm-hmm. um they flash back and forth but essentially Number one <laughs> his idea is that uh 
he was really old and he, he ages in reverse, but it's like over centuries. So that's why he's like a teenager now. Um, oh, he's got Benjamin Button's disease. He does. He's, he's a Benjamin Button kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes he'll show back up as Patrick Stewart. That's always fun to see him. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, everybody in it was, was pretty cool. Um, overall I, I liked it. I didn't love it as much as I had wanted to, but again, I think like a, a kid would really like it. Um, I'm intrigued to ask my, my nephew, Christian, who's, who's really big into movies and stuff. If, if he yeah. would like this or had seen it, cause I feel like he would, uh, mm-hmm. really dig it. Um, and I do think that like Joe Cornish is a great director and attack the block is one of my like favorite movies. It's just so fun to watch. Um, he has a great way with like handling like kids and teenagers and like helping them be natural and just be mm-hmm. kids and like capturing that on film and uh, and all that. So, um, so I heard his, cool. his directing style with the kids is he uh, takes a chair and a whip and just like yep. says no back back yep. to one and then number one they do better. Yeah, that's right. Even Patrick that's, Stewart, he did that. To Patrick Stewart, that's right. Like if you go to the set of a Patrick Stewart um, movie or TV show or whatever, and you're like. Uh, hey, peace do. Um, what number are you on the call sheet? He'll go number one. <laughs> Even in Logan, which is like a power move. You wow, know? that is a power yeah. move. Logan, wipe my ass. Fuck. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, they're like, wow, he's really going for it. You got poop in my balls again. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> all of them actually helping him out, you know? I was imagining a scenario where Patrick Stewart, as a deranged Professor X in Logan, imagined Logan uh. putting his own shit on the professor's balls. Like it's a fuck you? Yeah. That's a power yeah. move. Right, you don't shit on someone else's balls, man. Yeah, you don't do that. You think you're powerful, bub? <laughs> White. Hey, you shit on my balls again, <laughs> Logan. You put shit on my balls, which by my dick, which where I go number one. <laughs> I love it. You have like one Patrick Stewart joke, and you're like. <laughs> And I have so many scenarios for it. I'm going to milk do. the shit like fucking Luke on his little <laughs> island planet where he gets that blue milk or whatever. Don't worry. Because they're both Star Trek, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's You're good yeah, to go. So, yeah. They're both Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally works. Well, um, uh, let, me, let, yeah. me, uh, let me tell you this. Oh, please. Okay. Um, so you and I had talked about the, the trailer for it's the kid who would be king. Is uh-huh. Yeah. Is yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Good. I was where I wrote that down. Right? I know, right? Oh, I wrote the kid Arrow would be king. Okay. I couldn't handle the word two. <laughs> Made it into a four letter word. All right. One of those letters was uh-huh. correct. Uh, oh, wait. No. Who? The kid who? Uh huh. Oh, God. Ooh, anyway. No. This is all staying so, in. <laughs> so, um, when the, the trailer first came out, uh, we talked about it. I remember mm-hmm. on uh, one of the, the episodes. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to get way too deep into these waters you know mm. but on a recent episode i talked about uh some stuff i consider to be white people shit ah. um, which i think is the king arthur legend like yeah. i saw the sword in the stone disney movie mm-hmm. the animated disney movie back in the day i was like um i'm done i'm full <laughs> that's all i needed that's everything i need <laughs> that said 
I do think this movie, especially after, uh, I think we talked about that trailer mm-hmm. after we watched Attack the Block. Maybe, so yeah. I was like, okay, I will give this a shot. Mm-hmm. And I, this is actually on my uh, my list there of you go. Uh, HBO now, soon to be deleted uh, after it converts yep. over to a new <laughs> streaming service. But whatever. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I'll, I'll get a, wa- a wound. I'll get a wound to watch this get a wound. eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, it is it is what it is. It's a kid's movie, so, you know, just mm-hmm. know that or whatever, and I think otherwise. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of watching the, the trailer out of the corner of my eye here. Um, some of the effects are uh, are okay. Some of them are, like, good, and some of them are, you know, just, like, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I just really like Joe Cornish, and I wanted to support him, and uh, mm-hmm. I did like this movie. I just didn't love it, so I would certainly give it a shot, see what you think. But um, mm-hmm. it was cool. I, I definitely think for kids... I think this was a great step in the, you know, backwards direction to how kids adventures movies used to be. So that's always awesome to have. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay. All right. So okay. I figured out how I want to discuss this. So yeah. I'll say the best for last. That said, brace for mediocrity because Ooh. Steven, I watched dark Phoenix. Oh, Wow. <laughs> You really are just giving anything a shot, aren't you? (laughs) There's some stuff on HBO that I want to see, but I'm like, Uh, at the time, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to go to the movies for this. Like I saw early reviews for Dark Phoenix and I was just like, like when I first saw the trailer, I was like, yeah, let's get fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. You know, X-Men at the time Disney was buying Fox. I was like, Mm -hmm. fuck it. It's all out the window. Let's get fucking nuts. Let's just turn everybody into lifesavers or, you know, uh, (laughs) Everybody gets caught in candy hair. Fuck it. Go for Let's it. Let's get nuts. Let's go for it. Nobody gets turned into confectionery or candy in this movie. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a shame. Yeah. So that deducts two points off the score automatically, yeah. right? Totally. They didn't read my mind as a moviegoer. Mm, you're canceled. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, no. So this movie is uh, uh, kind of a retelling of the Phoenix story from uh the comics uh Mm -hmm. which they didn't get right for x-men the last stand and so they've corrected that by incorrecting it in this movie dark (laughs) phoenix and a fourth x-men movie after the uh the reboot um yeah it's very very mediocre uh Uh i don't know I, i honestly don't care about any of the characters beyond just knowing that I should because I like them from the comics mm-hmm. and from the animated series back in the 90s. Um, I like Sophie Turner is the um, who plays Jean Grey. I like that she's the lead focus of the movie, but there's still like a lot of stuff that happens around her and like the uh, I, is it Simon Kinberg who yeah. directs the movie. Mm-hmm. He also wrote it and they they should have had like somebody else like as a co-writer or something i i don't mm-hmm. know I, there's this seems like a they shot a first draft first and only draft and they were like no i'm, uh, I'm the writer and the director so <laughs> i've nailed it guys um but yeah like i don't know there there's a lot of potential with um this movie but also with the the younger versions of the characters that are just like mm-hmm. not delivered and like in the trailer which I thought leading up to the movie's like theatrical release was going to be um, maybe flipped on its head or mm-hmm. whatever, because in the trailer we see that Mystique dies mm-hmm. and she's in a, like a, 
a neighborhood of some sort. And I was like, oh, that's not where she dies. She's going to end up dying at the end if she does, or maybe she comes back at the very end or something like that. Sure. No, it's 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 what you see in the trailer. Yeah. Um, they, there's no no secrets there. I don't know why they would do that. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think they were like, oh, this is going to show that the stakes are real. But like, uh, outside of uh, Fassbender and McAvoy, like, I, I feel like she's the the third head on that triumvirate of mm-hmm. like big actors in this in this franchise yeah. at this point. You know, so maybe save it for the the film itself or whatever. Yeah. Um, just lop it yeah. off unceremoniously as people are walking with popcorn. Totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, even my boy Nightcrawler, whom I love, favorite X-Man. Mm-hmm. No, nah, not, not, not a lot going on. That speaks um, a lot about the movie, right? That these characters yeah. that you know and love and you still are like, yeah, I don't know, fucking, you know, yeah. that's a lot. And, and it starts off with promise as well. Mm-hmm. Like the, the X-Men are heroes and, uh, and, uh, you know, in the the world of the X movies, mutants are seen as you know villainous and misunderstood and and judged for for being who they are. Mm-hmm. So a lot of metaphor rolled into the the mutants of uh, the Marvel universe, which is uh, you know one of the, the big aspects of it. So if you're um, a, a person who's different for any number of reasons, you know, it gives you a lot to to latch on there. Even if you're not that type of person, you can like identify with you know the the uh trials and tribulations of those people sure um so to see the the x-men like you know hailed as heroes in this movie i'm like oh okay this is a, a nice twist on that but then like it doesn't really get brought up uh much more like that's not part of the discussion i mm-hmm. thought that might be a conversation going forward or whatever no not really and then also they, they wear their like cool like yellow and blue costumes mm-hmm. that they've uh carried since uh uh God, what was the first class the Vaughn movie? First class, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a version of that that they wear, and uh, that's like cool. retro, but, yeah, and cool, yeah, yeah. And uh, toward the end of this movie, it's just like a bunch of people in regular clothes fighting. <laughs> cool, uh, I guess. I don't know. And then also, um, this movie takes place in the early '90s, I guess, because we're hmm. we're given a, a card at the beginning that says says that. Okay. Otherwise, you would have no idea. There's no, there's no 90s anything that happened that oh, makes you think, oh, this is clearly the 90s. First of all, no Fred Durst in this movie. Automatic three-point deduction. Come on, okay? guys. So we're negative five now, mm-hmm. okay? No candy, no Durst. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 90s staple Fred Durst. Um, no candy, no Durst. I like that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like this movie like really fizzled out. I can see why it got the the reviews it did. Like they're very accurate. Um, so do you need to watch this movie? No, no, yeah. you don't. Like it's it seems pretty it, bad. I, I wanted to see it eventually just to complete all the the Marvel X Men movie like viewing mm-hmm. that I've done. Um, and uh, boy, it, it really fizzled out there at the end. So yeah, because you had seen Apocalypse as well, right? Mm-hmm. I still haven't yes. seen that one. That that yeah. popped up on something the other day, HBO or something, and I was like, ah, yeah, I can't. I don't think I can ever watch that. Yeah, Dark Phoenix as well. I just want to avoid it because it's Dark Phoenix. Uh, this movie is so intriguing to me because, like you said, you were like, they did it wrong. They already did the, the Phoenix story wrong in the Last Stand, uh, X Men Three, The Last Stand. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what should we do? I don't know. Let's bring back that same writer 
yep. to redo this. What? What world does that make <laughs> sense in? That's the most bizarre choice I've ever heard. Everybody knows it's solely on the shoulders of the director. Yeah. That's the only reason. Um, because he could say, no, I don't want to shoot that. And they just don't make the movie. Done. Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, I also looked, I was looking at his filmography. Um, his first two movies, uh, the year before X-Men The Last Stand that he wrote, were Triple X, State of the Union in 2005, mm-hmm. and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> which you had just talked about. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Do you hmm. feel it now? If only I had known. No, I still would have watched it. Yeah. I mean, again, it was no additional cost to me, so fuck it. It's so interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. I, that's mm-hmm. why I like HBO. I've been trying a lot of stuff, too. Like I had said the other day, mm-hmm. like Amanda and I will put stuff on for like 30 minutes and just try it out or whatever. Yeah. And some things like with HBO, I'm like, I might as well just like give this a shot and see what it's like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if not outright, watch it because, yeah, it's free. I'm not essentially free like i'm i'm paying that subscription for other things might as well watch this without having to give them actual rental money or theater right. money so i definitely agree with that um but yeah what a oof okay writing credits for for simon kinberg triple x state of the union mr and mrs smith x-men the last stand jumper <laughs> which i like that movie but it's not a good movie i like it right. because it's a bad movie uh mm-hmm. sherlock holmes um, so, okay. So that's kind of, you know, a little bit. Yeah. X-Men The First Class, he produced. Sorry. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past, he wrote. Oh, <laughs> he you wrote. and I have opinions on this, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Four with Josh Trank, he uh, co-wrote. Um, yeah, he's he's always like a co-writer or whatever, generally on mm-hmm. those. Um, X-Men Apocalypse, and then yeah. Dark Phoenix. So he just mm-hmm. has like a really weird, I just, I'm so shocked that they gave him this movie. It was like a two hundred million dollar budget. It says it made two hundred and thirty six million. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Lord. As I was watching it, I was like, the special effects in it, like uh, anytime like a storm or magneto like fly, you could tell they're on wires. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like the um, the Marvel movies pull that off a little bit better. Yeah. Like the physics of what, it. Yeah, you need yeah. to get right. Yeah, I I don't know what the difference is. Maybe it's like they cgi out like paul bettany's legs or whatever and they just add them digitally or or or, i don't know there's something something they do that's different that makes you believe that that character is like just hovering there whereas it's like yeah they do that really well with mm -hmm. yeah and he's got a cape yeah guys get with it yeah that cape is real you can't cgi a cape with you can't do that yeah factually it's proven (laughs) they don't have the technology we're not there yet. Nope. No. They tried it once, and then they were like, we can't do it. What? This isn't working. What can we do with this footage that we shot? And they were like, I've got an idea. And that's where Horton Hears a Who wow. came from. And they were like, let's get Jim Carrey and Steve Carell on this Bring in. right now. Yeah. So. You know, though, I honestly did see the other day on Reddit, I think, a close-up. I still haven't seen The Incredibles 2. But they were talking about the technology difference and the like the way they were able to animate. You know, like they did like um, uh, fur for like Monsters Inc. and like Monsters University. Just like their fur technology just got like so much better. Mm-hmm. They showed a close up at a dinner table of Mister Incredible's arm. It's like his polo sleeve, and if you like, they like zoomed in, and it's like not only does the fabric have like pattern. And like fuzziness, it has like literal like fuzz balls like hanging off of it that would like naturally mm. occur in real life. And I was like, 
we for sure live in a simulation <laughs> and our simulation is getting the technology to build more simulations. That is right. way so incredibly detailed that like blows mm-hmm. my fucking mind. Yeah. But they can't do capes. No, can't do capes. It's no capes. an impossible task. Yeah, no capes. Yeah. That's, I wanted to say all that stuff just to get back to no capes. Oh, okay, good. Yep. I love it. <laughs> I pulled a rent. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Dark Phoenix uh, oh, is passable, but like for me as a collector yeah. in general in life, um, I wanted to watch it. And then also I'm like, this is the last Fox X-Men movie, so yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. And they went know? out with a bang? Yeah, yeah. And it went out with a... Yeah, you know, just a little, like fizzle. <laughs> um, and I know New Mutants is coming out uh, later this mm. year, allegedly. Um, yeah, we'll see. Which is, I, you know, the last movie under the Fox banner. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm still not sure where that's going to fall. Like, is that going to be a, an MCU movie? Probably mm. not. Yeah. But is it going to be something separate from the, uh, the Fox X-Men movies? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows at this point? Fun. Yeah, who knows? So wait and see. Well, I uh, I am still uh, tentatively looking forward to the new mutants just because I liked some of the trailers um, yeah. and I like the horror aspect of that. But we'll see when it actually, if it ever, you know, comes mm-hmm. out. Sees the light of day. It, there's a demon bear in it. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Hey guys, I'm a bear. Hey, <laughs> is that a picnic basket? <laughs> Don't spoil any scenes, man. A lot of people think I have a sidekick, but I just say boo twice. I don't know. <laughs> Who knew, man? Yeah. Wow. Did you say boo boo? <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> what if he was a ghost? Could be. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'm going to throw back. Uh, I found another movie on HBO. This is one that I had seen years ago when it came out and mm-hmm. I did not care for. And because it was on HBO and it's been a long time, I was like, I guess, you know, now it's time I'll go ahead and, and, and like try this again. So I watched Cowboys and Aliens. I've added that to my list. I, to watch? I, 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 yes. Awesome. Because I've never seen it. Oh, but okay. I feel like I feel toward that movie the way you do about Joker. Where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I can pull the trigger on this. Yeah. I know it's a John Favreau directed movie. It is. It was like after Iron Man 2. Uh, I think right or, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2011 between one and oh okay so yeah, yeah. uh-huh wow cowboys and aliens cowboys and aliens have you okay. had you ever read the comic book the graphic novel i guess <sighs> so there's some conten- contention mm. uh there's some uh, strife in the comics community uh, over the comic mm-hmm. because it was like man this happened yeah like almost a decade ago <laughs> but uh there was like a thing where the movie was supposed to be based on a comic book, but the comic book didn't actually exist. But like the guys who like sold the idea to the studio were like, yeah, we're going to have this out and it's going to hmm. like, it, you know, it's it's on its way. Uh-huh. But let's go ahead and do the movie. And then they like rushed out a comic and they tried to put it out through one publisher and it just like didn't work. And there was um, uh, like a, a uh, something regarding like not paying the artists or something like that, like. It, they, it, it was troubled yeah, yeah. to begin with. And then, oh, and uh, another thing was, like, the distributor, like, they were putting out or releasing, like, a million units of it, which is a mm-hmm. big deal for, for like, comics. But then, like, they ended up buying their own stock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, so now, like, if you wanted to buy the comic, you could get it for, like, pennies on the dollar mm-hmm. or whatever because there's just, like, so many widely available 
that it's yeah it was problematic so, so no i never read the comic yeah, because yeah. i was like oh this movie that's based on it but also the comic is based on the movie is not not great from what i understand that is so intriguing because i didn't remember any of that stuff but when i was reading through the wikipedia of this and the comic they they portray some of the things you talked about but in a different light so like you're bringing more light to it which is and like more context which is really intriguing because they talked about how they basically pitched the comic to the studio in like 1997 and Mm. said this is a book we're going to be producing but the movie didn't come out until 2011 um so it took like years and years and years but they always told them like they bought like i guess they they bought the pitch the rights to it but it was like another almost like another decade before the comic came out uh, or Mm -hmm. more i guess um but yeah they they did say something about i don't remember exactly how they did it but they were they were essentially trying to show the studio when they did release it they were like look how popular this book is yes so they were inflating their sales numbers but in some weird sort of it's like legal but like it was like shady as fuck way yes like yeah. they were i don't know how comic shops work uh with how they pay up front or or not if they're getting stock or whatever and then they the company's like buying them back or whatever but it, it was something like you're saying like they they shipped like crazy amounts of numbers for like really cheap and mm-hmm. acted like the comic shops were like oh everybody's clamoring for it, that we need more but they were just like flooding the market everywhere yes. and the studio yeah. was like look how many people are buying look how many are being shipped Mm-hmm. And that's what like greenlit it all. So yeah, uh, that's you added some definitely interesting context to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, with, what a weird thing. With comic, yeah, with comic shops, what they do is they buy their comics from a distributor. Okay, and so that's the point of purchase there. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're counting the amount of comics that these comic shops are stuck with on mm-hmm. their shelves that the, the the people are coming in to buy. It's not like the customers are buying it. It's that the comic shops are buying all these deeply discounted copies of this graphic novel. I think that's what they were probably yeah. basing it on, so which it, is weird. It says it was a 105-page book um, that was $4.99 when most were $10 and up at that yes. point. Yeah. And then they also, there's a place called, there's a, popu- a popular publisher called Top Cow Productions, mm-hmm. and they, they had a business arrangement with them to list it as one of their diamond comic distributors as if, like usually to get on that list it's like you've sold a lot but they just like bought their way onto the list to make it mm-hmm. look like they were selling a lot so then like regular people that owned mom and pop comic book shops would be like oh this is a book people really want i should buy a lot of them they're cheaper mm-hmm. yeah so that's so funny they were all just like really uh shady or whatever um uh, <laughs> and that's what got them to move forward with the film <laughs> which huh. is so weird such like a backwards wow. way to work yeah to get the film going you know yeah that's so strange but uh so i I read about the comic book and the movie and basically what's so funny about that anyway is they hardly share anything at all um Mm -hmm. they share like the same plot that there's like aliens who come to like a small western town and that's it a minute daniel craig's in this movie right (laughs) yes he is as a as an american yes man you know what, Daniel Craig, he loves <laughs> to do like an American like Western accent, mm. you know, something like that, or his uh, Kentucky accent from uh, Knives Out or whatever. Oh yeah, I think he really like takes a shine to it. Yeah, maybe. I kind of appreciate that about him. Mm-hmm. That, regardless of the quality of this movie, now that makes me like, <laughs> want to watch it just to get more of his. It's definitely like Western accent. Yeah, it's definitely just like a regular. It's not like he's like throwing on like Southern charm or anything. Yeah. You know, he's definitely just like a, a normal dude. But now you mention mm-hmm. it, I hadn't really thought that he sounds 
like fine in it. I didn't really notice anything. You know, it sounds like an American or whatever. Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford is in it as well. Um, oh, okay. There's actually tons of people in it. Um, uh, let's see. Olivia Wilde is in it. Sam Rockwell. Okay. Um, Paul Dano, who's become like a, a much bigger thing since then. Yeah. Um, but he's in it. He's uh, Harrison Ford's like shitty son. Um, ruffian. Oh. Is he is he the one who keeps putting shit on Harrison Ford's balls? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I had seen this movie years ago with I, I remember in the theater I was with my dad and another friend, but I don't remember. I, it might have been my brother. I don't remember who the third person was. But um, if if I remember right, my dad liked it, and I and and the other person did not. And mm-hmm. I've never seen this since. I, I hated it enough. Uh, basically that I never wanted to watch it again. But then I was like sure. in the mood for like a silly sci-fi movie that was, sure. you know, Western or whatever. It's like, it's, it is a fun premise, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. stupid and silly. And, uh, gotta say, I actually liked it. Um, really? this, okay. this version around, um, yeah. I, I'm knowing kind of the, a little bit of the faults that I had with it from last time, although I forgot a lot of it. Um, a lot of the things that I was, I, I was just like, Oh, that's cool. And, uh, I really, I realized more than anything, just how much I love John Favreau as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And there were some cool things in this. Um, some of the like alien designs I thought were the, the effects are a little old, um, like even 2011, you know, like they're a little it, it looks just really like muddy. It's hard to tell like details. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. You can tell they put a lot of effort into the design of the creatures, but um, it's a little like just too much going on and too. it, it almost mm-hmm. feels generic now. But I don't know at the time it might have been, you know, a little bit better. Uh, but overall, I actually kind of dug it, um, and it made mm-hmm. me want to go read the story of the comic book a little bit at least, because uh, I knew it was it's a different story. But um, I had one aspect I don't want to ruin it because you've never seen it. There's, there's mm-hmm. basically the entire like reason the alien, we find out the aliens are here. Um, it's the what it's kind of like science. It's like everything else was okay, and then that one thing I'm still kind of like I'm not sure about this. But um, I remembered at the time, I, my dad explained a little bit of it to me, and I got it, but I, they don't really explain it in the movie itself. And, oh, okay. and so I was uh, a little put off by that. But this time, knowing that, I was like, well, you know, I can let it slide. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. I don't think I would watch this, like, a lot um, or anything, but um, it did surprise me, you know, how much more that I liked it this go-around. So yeah. it's, it's one of those for sure. Like, if you have HBO and it's just on there, you know, might as well put it on. It's a good, like... Sunday afternoon, you know, just silly shoot 'em up kind of movie, but uh, with a lot yep. of good actors in it and stuff, and people that have gotten even bigger since then. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I kind of recommend it. You know, it's yeah. not great, but it's uh, it's a fun little romp. Yeah, a dumb so, fun movie. Exactly, that's perfect. Yeah. I like those. So, oh, yeah. and John Favreau, you know, he does quality shit. So, right. Yeah. Even if it's shit. Right. <laughs> On Harrison Ford's balls. <sighs> Listen, yeah. Harrison's into it. All right. Yeah, he's you been know, around a long time. He's been, yeah, <laughs> he's been through some stuff in his yeah. life, you know. After he crashed that plane on that golf cart or golf cart, golf course. Yeah, maybe it was on a golf cart. I don't know. I I feel like he crashed twice. I feel like I heard about him crashing mm-hmm. again like the last few years. Uh, we yeah. actually watched last night Six Days Seven Nights, which is like a the silly Harrison Ford and Hayes movie where he crashes a plane on an island. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, didn't he crash again recently? This is like a thing for him, right? And uh, even in the movie, Six Days, Seven Nights, he he flew the plane most of the time, but uh, also crashed it. And I have to imagine that's he survived. He survives mm-hmm. every time he crashes. So more power to him. Yeah. Um, do you think his is he married to uh, Callista? Yeah. Callista Flockhart. I don't know if they're married or not. 
whatever the his uh, yeah. his so significant mm-hmm. other um do you think he um is ever like chilling at home and she's like uh hey hon you want to watch a movie and he's like sure <laughs> and then she's like okay you want to watch crash he's like no <laughs> it's too it's too recent yeah it's too recent for him every airplane crash is too recent but he know, loves the movie airplane yeah loves airplane so. um uh what was the the one sully he loves um, sully he likes that one fly away home man after my own heart <laughs> i like your harrison ford is just like mumbles and grumbles and then some words <laughs> it's a shitty version of ralph garman's harrison ford okay yeah um okay well yeah i'm I'm going to bump that one up on my list then because give it a shot, uh, man. Yeah. It seems because I, mm-hmm. I was looking at it the other day. I was like, should I? Yeah. I don't know. You know. Watch a good movie. So then I put on dark Phoenix and I was like, Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah. If this was a mistake, <laughs> if you're putting on dark Phoenix then I would say definitely put on a cat with an idiot. Are you an idiot? Did you like dark Phoenix? Well, guess what? You're going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> this will now be high art. Um, Speaking of high art, the last of my trilogy of HBO movies that I watched is a movie that uh, I'll get to call The Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, man. There's a joke on Comedy Bang Bang, the uh, the podcast, where um, I think it was Paul F. Tompkins was like, it's weird that one movie is presenting another movie. Oh, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> they are. It's like William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. It's like, yeah. would you really compare Fast and the Furious to Ro- or to William Shakespeare? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, they can both present stuff. Yeah. Or like, you know, Marvel's The Avengers. It's like yeah. Marvel is the company that's giving you this movie yeah. or whatever. But like, this is, <laughs> this is like if... Uh, uh, Big Mama's House presents Alvin and the Chipmunks, the movie. I'm like, wait, what? Okay. I guess right. so. I don't know. All right. I tell you what, I was only expecting to see Chipmunks, but now I kind of want to see Martin Lawrence as a fat lady. So yep. make it happen. Anyway, so Hobbs and Shaw, uh, I don't want to get too spoilery in this mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I imagine eventually we'll have to discuss it on the podcast at length yeah. for a, uh, a Fast and Furious episode. True that. But um, uh, for some behind the scenes on this, uh, Stephen and I had a Skype date with our wives mm-hmm. uh, last night, and we were 49 minutes, 49 seconds into the movie when That's uh, right. we hopped on Skype. And uh, I was already having a blast with this movie, mm-hmm. like mere minutes into it. And uh, this movie... Okay, so... The thing with the Fast and Furious movies is uh, they're longer than they need to be. Like, it seems like they mm-hmm. need to end at a certain point, but then the movie goes for another hour. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> at okay, least 30 like, minutes. I'm having, yeah. I'm having fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, like, they really could like trim this down. But this movie is like, I mean, honestly, it's, it's big, dumb fun. You know mm-hmm. what the Fast and Furious franchise is, especially in the latter half of it. The, the last four movies, you know, starting with five. Yeah. Um, big, dumb fun. And that's that's what you get in this. And it's a lot of like like the humor I was missing from the Joker. I get in spades in Hobby Shaw. Is it like highbrow humor? No, yeah. of course not. This is a Fast and Furious movie. You know what you're getting. But it's a lot of bickering, mm-hmm. which I if I'm being honest, I like because that's how my wife and I communicate. We there bicker all the time. So I'm like, yeah, Hobbs, I get it. My brown brother. 
you and me were practically the same. A lot of times people stop me on the street. They're like, are you Luke Hobbs? I'm like, oh, no. Mm. I'm Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. So I, I can see how. People say that all the time. All the time, yep. you know. Um, <laughs> and I had to explain to my wife, <laughs> even though the movie is titled, the official title, The Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. a Fast and Furious movie production filmed by a car. Full title <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> I, my wife was still confused because she doesn't have like the encyclopedic uh, knowledge yeah. of the Fast and Furious franchise. She was like, wait, so are they are they playing the characters from the Fast and Furious movies? And I was like, yeah, they're Hobbs and Shaw. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, I forgot their names. I was like, okay, fair enough. And she was like, but what are the relationship? And I was like, well, it's eh. it's a universal movie, so don't don't worry about what came before. Yeah. Just like focus on this. <laughs> you know? But yeah, in the in the previous movies where they 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 were in they were antagonistic toward each other, mm-hmm. but then they like bonded over talking shit to each other. And they would do the thing where it's like, you burnt me good. And they do this like awkward smile yeah. that nobody does in real life at each other. And then they like, you know, lift the motor and put it back in the, the car that's overhead. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so there's a lot of that in this movie. Um, the, uh, the man, I can't think of uh, Shaw's sister's name uh, in the movie or the actress's name. So I'm really... <sighs> I should do a lot better as a feminist to to know these things, but I'm worried that if I look it up, it's going to mess with my internet. But yeah, she's the, they don't the one lady who is Deckard Shaw's sister. I think her name is like, she's got like a, a an English name that I'm not really familiar with. I want to say it's like Maddie, but it's like a an English Hattie? version of that. Hattie, there we go. Vanessa Kirby. There we go. Oh, I shouldn't should have known that last name. name. It's one of my favorite art, the artists. Mm. <sighs> Words. <It's> anyway, um, <laughs> tough episode. <laughs> so the the thing that I like in this movie that the other Fast and Furious movies don't do, mm-hmm. uh, especially because Vin Diesel is a producer on there, and he's got this weird like mm. like thing like clause in his Fast and Furious contract where he like can't lose a fight or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw get their asses kicked a couple of times over in this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vanessa Kirby, she kicks a lot of ass in this movie. Cool. So they let the women do some fighting and she's not just like a damsel in distress. It does happen a couple of times, but, you know, it, it, this is like wildly progressive for a Fast and Furious movie for the most part. Right. Um, Idris Elba is in this movie. Oh, and he's like right. a super fun villain. You know, mm-hmm. he's black Superman. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, like it's this movie is fucking nuts. Yeah, and there are some like In crazy way, cameos. Though, right? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it seems. Um, Helen Mirren uh, is in this movie crazy. a little bit, you know, replaying her character from I don't know, like Fast and Furious Six, whatever that one was called. Yeah, maybe it was just Fast and Furious Six. I don't know. The caliber of people that have grown to mm-hmm. be a part of the series over the years just still yeah. blows my mind. Like when Kurt Russell yeah. shows up in the series mm-hmm. uh and he's amazing in it and i just still going back to those fucking racers stealing vhs mm-hmm. tv tv VHS, vcr combos back in you know the first mm-hmm. fast and furious uh just has really come a long way yeah way to build and a franchise it's, it's led to this this is a world wide yeah. it's like a global catastrophe yeah. that these two guys that don't get along are trying to avoid that's crazy um and it, yeah that's that's where we're at now but man it is such a fun movie awesome and um i'm glad you liked it i figured oh, but 
I had yeah. a blast. Yeah, awesome. I'm looking forward to rewatching this yeah. very soon. <laughs> Will I? Awesome. No, I've got Cowboys and Aliens <laughs> to, to watch now. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's super fun. Uh, the music in it is is good and fun as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the other Fast and Furious movies, it, it, it fits nicely in there. The trailer did um, a really good job with that too. Oh man, yeah. They start the movie with that. Why can't we be oh, friends? Awesome. Like thing. I think. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the best. Then, trailer, yeah. Uh, uh, the cameos in this movie there's a nice surprise cameos in there like I had heard but I forgot about it mm-hmm. and everything um, there's a mid credit scene and then a post credit scene so oh, make sure you, you scrub all the way to the end there yeah yeah but um, man super fun and awesome. there's like some nice representation because uh, Dwayne Johnson is a producer on this he was able to get some like Samoan representation in this cool and uh, like the action scene takes place on Hawaii and it's dude it's just so much fucking fun awesome it is very I'm long so excited so, so yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad we had a, a break there but man I was I was super into this movie yeah. like it's ugh, just a fucking blast is that the one you had to finish this morning no I I, <laughs> I finished Joker this morning uh, okay <laughs> I watched I watched uh, Dark Phoenix and Joker like before bed and like uh-huh but kind of like in spurts where I could gotcha this week, but but yeah, Hobbs and Shaw, we, we watched it all. You're like, I need week, to get so. it all. Yeah, in my eye holes. Hell yeah. Well, that's that's a great endorsement from from you. I mean, you're the one that got me into the Fast and Furious franchise. And uh, mm-hmm. I figured this would be good. I thought the trailer looked really good. Idris Elba looks amazing in it. Uh, yeah. And he always is. But uh, I really didn't know, you know, like taking them out of the franchise and doing their own thing uh, with Hobbs and Shaw. I didn't know how that would play out and mm-hmm. if it would be as good or whatever. So I'm glad to hear that you still just had a blast with it. And it looks hella I- fun. I had so much fun with this. I was like, I hope they make a sequel to, to this, this spinoff <laughs> franchise because the, like the bickering and the chemistry and like there are a lot of times where they're both doing the same thing, but they have their own different ways of doing it. Uh-huh. And at, toward the beginning of the movie, there's like a, a split screen of them like waking up in the morning and like getting ready for mm. the day and going into work and different like uh, the different types of vehicles they drive and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot of fun and like it's a pg-13 movie okay. so you know how you can sneak in one one fuck mm-hmm. in a pg-13 movie and, and keep that rating they do it in a way to where uh each character gets to say it but mm. it's still only once nice. so like i can i can imagine the people at the mpaa yeah. just like fuming <laughs> yeah. fuck they figured out the I technicality so. <laughs> yeah so you watch out for that barely yeah interesting so, but yeah it's a it's a lot of fun so well i i was looking at vanessa kirby i wanted to say for one when you were mentioning her because i i didn't know um who she was uh exactly but she was also in um mission impossible fallout and she's in oh, the new yeah. one i guess so she's now part of that franchise which is cool i don't think i've seen fallout yet though that's came out in 2018 it was the last one uh, so. I've not seen anything past the third Mission Impossible movie, which is the dividing line where they get really good <laughs> yeah, from what exactly, I understand. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, like, it's very close to the Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. franchise in uh, that it, it took a few years. They tried some things mm-hmm. with sequels that didn't pan out and then they mm-hmm. go in another gear and now they have this huge fucking franchise with tons of great people mm-hmm. in it. Um, yep. Very similar franchises in that way. But uh, yep. she was in a movie that I watched again the other day that I watch all the time called uh, About Time um, with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rachel McAdams and Donald Gleason in it, where he's like a mm-hmm. time traveler and stuff. She's she plays like uh, a friend um, that's like around when they start dating and stuff. But she's always really lovely in that movie. She just plays like you know the main mm-hmm. character's friend or whatever. So you don't mm-hmm. 
think of her as like an action star. So to think of her being a badass now, I'm like, oh, cool. I loved yeah. her in that movie. She's so nice and fun. Uh, mm-hmm. To think of her doing this sounds pretty rad. So I'm excited for that yeah. alone. Yeah, um, she's she's very capable in uh, mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw. So I I love that her boobs aspect don't get of in it. the way or not even a little yeah. bit. You know, it's good. I thought she. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> it's uh, just that women we just don't know what they're capable of. You know, we've held them back for so long. That's all we're saying. Yeah, we're not even I'm, sure what they can do at this point. Yeah, I'm not willing to give them a chance yet. But no. this is a good step in the right direction. I think I yeah. can watch a film sometimes that they're allowing women to do things. But yeah. I'm not ready to do it myself. No. Like driving. Oh, my God. Or showing Can you your face. Imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about stuff. Uh, I do not believe in the shit they just talked about um, and their uh, full-on feminists and uh, 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 love women in uh, various ways. So yeah. um, please don't cancel or sue us. <laughs> I love women. I love them so yeah. much I completely stay away from them. <laughs> All right, Mike Pence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, I'm very excited to watch that now. Hobbs and Shaw. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm very looking forward to that. Yes. All right. Steven. Whew. So um, I got two movies I'll talk about another time. But uh, okay. I did want to talk about one big thing uh, that oh, you yes. texted me about as well. That my favorite band, uh, the Airborne Toxic Event, came out with their newest album, Hollywood Park, the other day. They so, did. very exciting news. And, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to keep going. I will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> it's, uh, it was, it was put off by like a week or two because of COVID and everything. They, uh, unfortunately like, God, what day is it? I should have been at their concert like now or in a few days. Um, they, uh, have, they had planned. You gotta go. Gotta go. This up. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but they were generous enough to, um, move basically all their stuff online so i had i had tried to buy when they initially announced this uh album and they it's a an album and a book both called hollywood park a memoir by the lead singer michael gillette um who uh wrote the book about his childhood and his parents and stuff and growing up and then um did this album as kind of a a concept album to go along with it so it's a pretty cool Mm -hmm. idea they had announced that a while back. They were going to do like a book tour and stuff. He's been doing book tours virtually, which is pretty rad. And then they decided the day that they released this album on Friday, um, they decided to do like a live concert for free on YouTube and Facebook. So I got to watch that as well, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty rad. They they had some issues in the beginning. It was really glitchy. And then it, it they basically were in this cool restu- uh, recording studio called East West Studios in L.A., um, where mm-hmm. like Thriller was recorded and... Um, like pet sounds by the beach boys like tons of like hit like crazy big records were recorded there it's the size of like a basketball court it's this huge recording studio so they were able to like separate from each other and they all had oh, okay. their own little thing even uh the lead singer Mikel was like in a separate like glassed in room in the same space oh, like a vocal booth yeah but like big really big um it looked like it looked like a like a baseball backstop almost um like huge um but it was so that way he could Wait. stay away Note to self, look up baseball <laughs> backstop. Okay. I did not come across that in my sports uh, knowledge lookup earlier this week. Oh, man. Okay. Back to you. 
That's so great, because I was hoping you'd kind of go there. Your eyes looked like, backstop, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I do, do not know what that is. Is that that net thing? It's like behind the, the, yeah, behind them. It's like the chain link fence where it's like mm-hmm. big panels of that, and it goes like really high. That's like basically so it his. Hit, yeah. It doesn't hit the people behind him? That's the, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, hey, we got there. But uh, uh, Note to self, delete previous note to self. Uh, we figured this shit out. Okay, Stephen, back to you. Um, but so he was separated out, which I think is good for one because uh, they're talking about like people in choirs have been spreading it to each other. Like anytime you're oh. yelling or singing or whatever, um, it can spread the, the particles around. There was some choir, like a church choir, and the, there was yeah. one lady that was infected and she got like 52 people infected in her choir. It's something crazy. Well, it's a good thing they're like keeping all the churches closed and making sure, yeah, like, exactly. federally, you know, they enforce that. You know, it's not like we have um, an idiot president who's like, oh yeah, let's just make them essential. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think pe- most people are cool and understand that you can just do your like worshiping at home and don't have to, yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah, to worry yeah. about that. Yeah. Have so. you have you checked Twitter recently? No, I don't pay attention to the news. I assume everything's fine. Is okay, right? maybe afterwards when you're checking mm-hmm. things out about sports. Mm-hmm. And Cowboys and Aliens. Um, yeah. Go check it out. Okay. Just go, just I, go I, I imagine, the Yeah, I imagine President Obama has this under control. I can't, oh God. I can't imagine. <laughs> What's going on? You have what some happened? things to catch up on, sir. Oh, God. <laughs> well, as soon as I watch Cowboys and Aliens, I yeah. will look at... You said this TV show is called... Note to self. <laughs> look up TV show called The News. <laughs> I imagine... Um, it looks like it's running for 800,000 seasons. Well, oh, wow. Shit, I have a lot to get started. Uh, I'll watch uh, part of it on my laptop, another one on my phone. I could probably get caught up pretty quick. I imagine it's okay. You should What's ins- this thing called Pearl Harbor? What happened there? <laughs> you should instead watch news radio with okay. Andy Dick. Okay. You'll, you'll basically get caught up with what's going yeah. on. Yeah, Same thing. Laughs in between. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got it. Got it going on. Yeah. Um, Plus, I hear a podcast legend and person who's never had a wrong opinion, Joe Rogan, is, is on it. So I'm sure that'll be okay. I need to find out. Note to self. Look up creatine shakes. <laughs> look up vitamin supplements that don't actually help, um, mm-hmm. but will make me go bold almost immediately. Note to you self. The, you mean the vitamins I bought? <laughs> Steven, are you a Joe Rogan listener? Is that where they came from? I've heard him. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has some opinions mm-hmm. that yeah. I agree with and some I think I don't. Mm-hmm. So, but I hear he's getting a shit ton of money to go exclusive on Spotify. So, note to self, um, <laughs> get exclusive. Get exclusive with some, make some money at this thing. <laughs> Just try, like, even some Just money. Just a little Doesn't bit. Doesn't have to be a lot. <laughs> Just anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I get a dollar? <laughs> can, can we get a dollar? <laughs> I really, I gotta get just one sausage biscuit from McDonald's. I just need yeah. a dollar, eight. It doesn't have to be a continuous dollar. It could be like one dollar once. Yeah, just one time. And we'll call this a win. <laughs> we would like be that podcast that'd be like the restaurant that that frames their first dollar bill, but it's the only dollar we ever get, mm-hmm. and we frame yeah. it so we don't even get that money really. We ripped it in half yeah. so we could spend like <laughs> half of it. <laughs> like, look, I needed that 50 cents. Okay. Here's what the first part of it. You can read that serial oh, number. It's man. fun. It's totally yeah. fun. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they kept the lead singer, uh, Mikel, separate. Um, I think because he, for one, he was 
he belts stuff out, right? He, he gets really passionate, sings a lot. Uh, the rest of them are all separated and stuff, but he also has uh, two babies now, two little kids, but they just had a baby like a few months ago, really little. So. And he had them, he had them both with on them. baby Bjorns, yeah. right? He looks chest, good right? with it. Rock yeah. stars need to have more baby Bjorns. Absolutely. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. More baby Borgignons. That's right. Check those outtakes, everybody. <laughs> I heard that um, when uh, an Icelandic singer um, had a baby, um, she invented her own baby harness device. Uh-huh. And that's where we got the Bjork... Bjork horn. <laughs> Bjork Bjork. <laughs> that didn't work on any level. But you know what? I tried. But that's what made it even better. Bjork Bjorn. Bjork Bjorn. Yep. <laughs> Um, no, no children were present as okay. we like, um, cause they rocked out hard, but, uh, because they were separated, my, my idea was they had some glitches in the beginning and then, um, they, you know, they had to like all listen to each other, try to do a concert, but like not even be near each other. So, mm-hmm. um, it felt like sometimes they were a little off, uh, especially in the beginning, they, they find their, their rhythm eventually. Um, and then there was also a point where, uh, Mikkel was trying to tune a guitar that wasn't quite in tune. He was talking during that, trying to fill the dead air, and he mentioned to them how uh, often, for some reason, even though he wrote all the songs on tour, he would just start it in the wrong key for the rest of the band. <laughs> and then he was like, we'd have these little meetings by the drummer and be like, what key are you in? What key are you in? And then they'd figure it out, and he's like, all of a sudden we would walk back, and the music would sound good again. And they did that a few times where like it, it was like, man, it sounds a little off. And then all of a sudden they would click. And I don't know enough about I can't hear the keys of it necessarily to know like, mm-hmm. oh, this person's off and these people are good. It just all sounded like a little off to me. And then yeah. when it clicks. You're like, oh, shit. Now they sound good. So that was pretty no, funny. Awesome. Um, you know, they had, you know, you always trying new things or whatever. But uh, for the most part, it was really rad. They played a, a bunch of new songs from the new album, which mm-hmm. I really liked. And then a bunch of their old stuff, which was really rad. I really didn't know if they were going to do that at all. They were just going to kind of go through their album. Um, but it was like an hour and 40-minute concert, I think. Um, oh, nice. It was pretty long. Um, and then I, it was awesome because there was one point Amanda has like a favorite song, two favorite songs from them. And she was like, oh, I wish they would play one of these two. The next song was one of those called Gasoline. Another oh, song. hey. Right. That, well, yeah, that's from the uh, first album. That's from the first album. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And so that was really fun. So we were both jamming out to that. And then I was like, man, I really wish they would have done a cover song because they usually do at least one cover song uh, live. And then mm-hmm. their finale ended up being a medley of a bunch of music. And they did um, some Johnny Cash. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was all like a medley. So it was like flowing in with these different songs and stuff. I think there was a few. I didn't know what they were. I guess they were cover songs. I just didn't know. But mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I, it was like right whenever we were both like, man, I wish they would do this, though. They just kept doing more and more. And it just kept going on. That's and awesome. And it was pretty rad. So um, that was really cool. And it was it was fun to listen to them online. So. So did they play every song on this new album? They didn't. No, they didn't get to all of them because it's pretty lengthy. Yeah, the number of songs, but they did like that. I would imagine that those are probably like the featured songs. It's like the the new stuff, right? Yeah, and I think that was definitely the point of the show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But they they played like the first two from the album in a row, and that's when I was like like to start it, and I was like, oh, cool, yeah, they're gonna you know do some all the, all the new stuff, whatever. And then the third song yeah. was a, a like an old one, like automatically, like right away. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I guess we're doing some old songs. But I figured, yeah, yeah one or two, they're just throwing those in there, but they'll get back to the album. But then it was like. 
four of their old songs in a row. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, mm-hmm. They had also lost one of their members, and uh, Anna Bulbrick had left the band. She was the um, she did some vocals and stuff, but she was like the um, she played the viola, she played the like keys and stuff and different things. So they have a a, a new girl um, touring with them uh, who was really cool, and it was fun to see her um, try some of their new stuff and and some of the old mm-hmm. stuff as well. But their their main song they're known for they're known for uh, sometime around midnight. Um, when that started playing, it starts with her violin. I think she was playing. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it, I was like, when that happened, I was like, oh, this is the test. Cause this is like yeah. their main mm-hmm. jam. Right. And she totally held her own. She was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. so I, that was kind of fun to, to see a new band member, at least touring band member. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was kind of neat. And, uh, yeah, the whole band was, was fun though. They had a good time. I had a good time. We were just jamming out on a Friday night to YouTube. So it was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It was Hell great. Yeah. So the the album itself, um, when I texted you, mm-hmm. I think it was on Friday. I texted you Hollywood Park, bitch, yeah. and you had because uh, I was Freddy Krueger there for a minute. Sure, um, you had texted back that you've listened to like maybe a, a, a few songs, but not the yeah. whole thing. Have you since listened to the whole album? I actually haven't gotten through the whole thing yet because um, oh, that was okay. the same day that that concert was. I think mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, later that night. So I listened. I, I was like, oh, I guess I'll hear it all tonight. Um, and then they didn't play them all. So the ones I heard, um, in person that I was listening to, like on Spotify and then the, the new ones that I heard on their concert and stuff were all awesome. Um, everything mm-hmm. so far I've loved. Um, but I haven't gotten through the whole album yet. I need to like, I wanted to sit down with it and like really take it mm-hmm. in. So, yep. uh, I'm doing that. And then, um, their book is supposed to come out on two or his book is coming out on Tuesday, I think. So <laughs> the day of this episode's release. Well, there How you go. interesting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, um, so yeah, I, even Amanda, my wife is really looking forward to that. Um, she's always into learning about cults and how like psychologically that works and everything. And, and his part of his book is about leaving a cult. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought we took a, a sharp detour. <laughs> I was like, like hey, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. There's his, the cult he was in was, it's called sin of something, but I'd never heard of it. Um, but it was like, apparently it was oh. known. Yeah, yeah, for a while. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. I was going to say the Nutria, but that's a different thing. It's like a giant rat. <laughs> it's anyway. like a giant rat or whatever, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, but yeah, so there's... It, his life seems to be really interesting. Um, the second... Um, uh, I'm trying to think now. The second uh, song title from the album is called Brother, How Was the War? And he starts it off in the concert, and he was like, I want you to imagine yourself, it's 1967, you're in prison, and you're writing a letter to your brother in Vietnam. And it's, like, about his dad writing a letter to his brother in Vietnam, and it's a fucking great, emotional, touching song. And afterwards, that's when Amanda was like, I've got to read this book. Like, this sounds so interesting. Um, His life is so interesting. But it's been great. They've been getting a lot of good word about um, their book as well. It's been in, like, People and Time Magazine. Or, no, sorry, the New York Times. Um, it's on Oprah's book club, like, uh, most looked forward to books of this year. So he's getting a lot Damn. of notoriety for the book as well. And, mm-hmm. um, he had started off as a journalist, um, or like a, a writer, I guess, initially mm-hmm. before the band. So it's kind of come full circle, which is pretty rad too. So he's, he's a good writer in his own right. And then, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just have always liked his music and then, uh, now he's got this awesome project. So they always just do something different. It's cool. I like this one. Yeah. So. Uh, are you getting like a physical book or are you getting a, a digital like an ebook? I will be getting a physical book. Um, I had set it up before um, 
to get it through it was going to be like this book tour it's like it was like a concert and like the book Mm -hmm. tour and like a vip package and stuff all through this bookseller this independent bookseller in houston Mm -hmm. and then all the stuff happened with covid and so they were Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what to do with that so eventually what they did is they're just refunding everybody those tickets because it was like a like a venue thing and a book and then okay. I'm going to reorder it. But I want to reorder it from that bookstore so that we can keep them around, you know. So sure. I'm going to wait yeah. a little bit longer. But they're going to send me, like, a book plate, like a signed book plate from him. Um, so mm-hmm. I want to make sure. Because uh, the Pods of America guys that we mentioned, sometimes we haven't in a while. But mm-hmm. I've bought some other stuff. And uh, Dan Pfeiffer had released a book one time. And it, it just came signed. Mm-hmm. But um, no matter how you bought it, it came signed. And so I was like, that's cool. And I bought it through Kindle. And then they just sent me a book plate, which is literally just a sticker that he signed. Right. And you're supposed to put it in your book, but I don't have a book to put it in. So it's just sitting on my shelf. (laughs) And so I'm like, (laughs) I don't want this to happen again. If I have a book plate signed, I want to put it into a book. So I want to make sure I get a physical copy. Well, that's awesome. um, Yeah. So I'm uh, looking forward to reading that as well. But so far, Mm -hmm. the the album that I've listened to uh, is pretty cool. The the cult is called the Church of Sinanin. Sinanin? I'm not sure how to say that. S- Synonym. I know. S Y N A N O N. Synonym. Samsonite. So yeah, oh, I was way off. You yeah. got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's apparently like a f- sort of famous cult that turned pretty bad eventually and then uh, they left. So. Damn. Yeah. So that's he just crazy. had a crazy life and he's made awesome yeah. music that's really helped me through a lot of times. And mm-hmm. I want to hear about what he was writing about all this time, basically, you know? I wonder if that final chapter is going to be on, like, and my decision to get a baby Bjorn. Like, <laughs> it's all been leading to this. Yeah, I think it will be. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, insert sound of Velcro straps here. <laughs> yeah. I was like a whip. But, uh, yeah, this seems interesting. So I haven't listened to the album yet because, mm-hmm. specifically, I wanted your input on it. Gotcha. Or as, you know, much as you've experienced thus far before yeah, yeah. i listen to it mm-hmm. because as the sole listener of this podcast i <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to have that unique perspective of going in to it uh-huh. so now i feel like it's safe to wade into those waters and whatnot so. i think that um this album uh, if you've liked any of those stuff you'll certainly like it it is mm-hmm. um go into it knowing that he wrote it as a about like more specifically as a concept album about his life okay related to this book you know that you don't have to read but uh, i'm excited to just for um to see like how they actually like cross over at what points and stuff like titles like chapter titles song titles stuff like that or or whatever you know the events and stuff in his life with a soundtrack is kind of cool uh but even without it you know sounds like Mm -hmm. uh it's so far it's been pretty good it's their music to me is very emotional it's very hard on your sleeve. Um, I feel like he's mm-hmm. always put his his whole soul out there, and this one is like very much. He's like, this is definitely about me and my brothers, or my dad's mm-hmm. brothers, or whatever, all this stuff. And so um, that sounds kind of interesting. I think that uh, some of the songs that they played live, they had uh, what I like about them too. You know, they have like some real like big like arena filling songs uh, with lots of mm-hmm. layers and stuff, and then they have a lot of stripped back stuff. So that's the stuff that I like a lot. Uh, from them and mm-hmm. some of those sounded awesome so I, I like it it seems like a big mix like most of their stuff and uh, a really cool journey so I'm, I'm yeah. excited to listen to it myself unfold and uh, to get your opinion about it as well oh yeah awesome excellent yes. looking forward to it wonderful so that was your your last thing on that, your agenda yeah that'll be it today man awesome so we did 
HBO Talk, mm-hmm. and then the new album, the new album by the Airborne Toxic Event, mm. Lincoln Park. That's how I heard it. That's what I. <laughs> that's what I got. That's Presents. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, you know. Yep. Let's do it. I actually think the Hobbs and Shaw sequel should be titled Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw Presents The mm-hmm. Deuce. <laughs> the Deuce. Wait, like the HBO show? Yeah, well, maybe you can't do that because I already have that then. Wait. Or the act of, like, pooping. The act of pooping. And then mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. the sequel. Yeah. And then, then there's a, a scene in the trailer where Shaw to Hobbs is like, I might. Like, you just put shit on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, so, people are going to think about them going to Hobbs, to Shaw, which I think mm-hmm. is good. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. They bring in cloning? What? <laughs> Fuck it. They've got somebody with literal superpowers. Fuck it. Cloning is the future. I did stumble upon a, uh, a tweet I had seen a while ago about some, some dude being like, I love these movies, but there's fucking absurd, absurd, like fast and furious 11 is going to be have, have Dom fighting his robot twin. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. they probably will. And mm-hmm. it will be awesome. And the <laughs> most difficult part of that whole thing is like, he, neither one of them can lose. Yeah. In the film. Yeah. Like they just cannot do it. Oh so, man. Yeah. I can't wait. You didn't think about that. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. Dominic Toretto versus Bloodshot versus <laughs> the Pacifier. <laughs> Wasn't there? Right, so I think we mentioned that before. Wasn't there like a Rock Tooth Fairy one? Because you can have uh, the Pacifier versus that. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it was just it's called just the, the Tooth Fairy, yeah, right? The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Man, yeah. what a wild career he's had. Mm-hmm. Damn. No matter who wins, these kids lose <laughs> teeth. <laughs> and it's just a rock's fist yeah. busted out a little like three-year-old child's teeth <laughs> oh boy all right so <clears throat> here we are toward the end of the show yeah. as promised we must deliver the news oh yeah on the next round of pop culture combat so steven i pitched you mm-hmm. an idea you know so you know look we're, you and i are both lazy okay yeah. we don't want to put too much work into this podcast nope. No, we don't care. Also, nobody listens. So it's eh. it's the devil's triangle of two options. Yeah. Triangle. Classic triangle. <laughs> two sides. Classic two-sided triangle. That's right. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. So, um, so I pitched you an idea. Yeah. Because I had been thinking for a long time. I had an idea for, like, what one opponent could fight another mm-hmm. one. Um, and I had, like, one of them locked in. And I was like, I don't know. The other contender. I don't know who they could possibly be. And uh, you and I did the uh, the on our very first round of pop culture combat. We did a um, two classic cartoon characters, mm-hmm. the two leading, most iconic ones, you might say, of Mickey Mouse versus Bugs Bunny. Who won that match? I don't know. Go back. Go look it up. Yeah. You know. Go listen to that episode. Yeah. That's how we make our money. I've got a list, so I can see it. But yeah. Uh, just check the notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't make money at all on this again guys are you sure a 50 cent piece if you can just <laughs> just something you know a dime a penny that you found on the ground mail it in email that penny yep to let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. we will take that as payment it's fine we're waiting who are waiting yeah um while we're waiting let me say 
I had in mind a match for another cartoon character, mm-hmm. a very popular one. I was like, oh, who could they who could they match up against? And then it hit me all of a sudden out of nowhere. <laughs> nope. <sighs> I'm still recovering from this match. <laughs> and when I tell you who the contenders are, I think you will be impressed by how nonsensical this matchup truly I is. I kind of love it, though. Yeah. At this point. It took me a while. Yeah. <laughs> so some behind the scenes when i pitched this idea to steven the nonplussed attitude mm. that came through on the text of like oh mm. that's yeah that's an option not, i guess yeah, i guess so what, what what else do we got <laughs> look i knew it was stupid to begin with oh no 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 but i just wanted to 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 restart pop culture combat i think it's great matchup i just it's for me personally i think a lot of people mm-hmm. are actually be excited about this matchup yeah so what we've done is we've taken the um the lead characters from other uh companies i guess i don't know one of them i think is technically owned by warner brothers but it is beside yeah. the point <laughs> um so outside of uh disney and uh, Warner Brothers proper, let's say, we've got the lead characters from two other companies. In this corner, the lead cartoon character from a little company I like to call Nickelodeon. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob! And his last name, for respect. SquarePants! There we go, okay. We got it there. We were, we were about to be sued by <laughs> Nick Cannon there for a second. Oh, no. He was a friend. Yeah. Um, versus what is arguably the mm. most popular uh, single character from the company known as Hanna-Barbera. The one, the only, the canine Scooby-Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? I don't know. He's here at Pop Culture Combat. Hey, yeah. I see. I are okay. Even leading into this, I didn't know we were going yeah. character for character. Yeah, I was going show for show. Oh well, I mean that can play. But a that factor plays a factor. You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. you have to have yeah. two people to actually fisticuffs. Yeah. yeah. And that's where exactly. we get SpongeBob SquarePants and yes. Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that his right. last name? We'll find out next week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. I heard he got, like, that's not his official, like, legal last name. Mm. Um, like, I don't know that he has one. Yeah. But it's a nickname that he was given because he kept putting his shit on Shaggy's balls. Oh, so. Scooby. Yeah. Incorrigible. Scooby, did you do do this? <sighs> Man. Again? <laughs> Zoinks. Okay. <laughs> Zoinks. I, so, yes. uh, yeah, when you mentioned this to me, it's not that I, you know, thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's good, but you just said I don't want to fucking do that, Brent. <laughs> Come yeah. up with better options, mm-hmm. and then I shit on your balls. Yeah, that's uh, right. Through text, and I was like, through text. Yeah, social distancing. And you, you had pitched me Lord of the Rings versus hamburgers, and I was like, but obviously <laughs> you're going to lean one one way over the other. You hate hamburgers. <laughs> I do. Also, they're awful. Sense. Yeah. Um, ooh, I don't know if people can hear that, but it's definitely about to storm here. It's getting thundery. Oh, nice. But. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's really uh, when you mentioned it, I was just like, I have no opinion. 
I I barely watched Scooby Doo growing up. It was more of my brother's thing. Um, and then Sp- SpongeBob, I've just never gotten into. I think I've seen like maybe one episode. I've seen a lot of clips. Yep. Never yeah. really understood the love. But then I think that that actually kind of lends itself to something because yes. I don't have as much of an affinity for either of them, but I do have mm-hmm. some opinions. And I'm gonna have to look some stuff up. Um, gonna have to watch some stuff. You know, yep. and see what I feel about them. But uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I eventually came around to this, and I think this is a great pop, pop, pop culture combat, especially when to come back to. So I'm looking forward to it. I think the folks at home will be too. Yes. Unlike you, I have very strong opinions. Of course, see? it's cartoon-related. I am heated yeah. at the thought of one winning over the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Are you going to try to win I'm, this time? I'm going to try to win this time. <laughs> um, for long-time listeners, um, you know this, but for new listeners... Uh, Steven has never won or never lost a game on the show yeah. that we played, whether it's pop culture combat or uh, uh, pop culture quiz. Uh, any game we play that has the the words pop culture in it, because I'm not creative. Um, Steven wins every time, even uh, even uh, like for stuff that I think is hard or yeah. stuff I think I'm like, oh, this is a shoe and I got this one. Yeah. No, I've lost multiple <laughs> times. I was gonna say you've won too, because we can both win. <laughs> Yeah, if we if we're on the same side, but when we've chosen mm-hmm. opposite sides, mm-hmm. you know, both sides really, but mm-hmm. you know, no matter who wins, most of society does not care. <laughs> Although out of the things that we do on this show, this is mm-hmm. one of the things that society at large does care about. You know, oh, we get yeah, some we get that's some true. fan interaction, we get mm-hmm. we get polls up places, we get votes. Mm-hmm. You know, people get into it. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because, yes, we're going to have a Twitter poll. You can uh, find that at LTAS pod on Twitter, and uh, that'll be our pinned tweet. So Mm -hmm. you can hop on there and vote for the one that uh, you hope wins. And you can also vote on Instagram, and I'll have a a post up there that has the the little pop culture combat contenders. Um, And uh, you vote by using a hashtag that's in in the uh, show art. Uh, which reminds me, I need to make that. So I will <laughs> get started on that. Well, thanks, Brent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, go vote there. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you can technically vote twice. Um, we will uh, factor those, uh, whoever wins the poll mm-hmm. and whoever wins the um, the, the Instagram thing, um, that will uh, count as a vote each. And uh, we'll we'll add that into the, uh, the final scores yep. of each of those. So check back on next episode, which is 148 to see who wins that round of pop culture combat spoilers is probably steven it's fucking steven (laughs) god damn it you don't even know choose yet i don't even know what you're gonna choose but you're gonna choose the right answer and probably i'm I'm probably not so this one could be interesting though because this is the first Mm -hmm. one that i don't have like a strong opinion about yeah and so i I don't want to go into it that's my fear with researching stuff i don't want to go into it and just choose what I think might win. I really want to mm-hmm. stick with what I, you know, I'll reevaluate both of them and stick with my, what I'm thinking. So mm-hmm. we'll see how this plays yeah. out, but, um, yeah. you know, I'm going to win. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I'm, 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 I'm the, the one who likes to do the research and everything. So mm-hmm. I'm going to factor in things like, uh, not only the animated series, that's the, the main vehicle for these properties, okay. but also like movies, Got you know, to, comics, yeah. things of that nature. Gotcha. So, you know, just just you know, come prepared, come correct uh, for next episode. Sounds good to me. We're bringing the heat. Wow. On this 
matchup that no one has been demanding. <laughs> I think that people are going to be really excited. You know, all of our fans mm-hmm. are going to be really excited about having mm-hmm. this pop culture combat come back, though. So. I'm very excited. God damn it, Carl. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned to those outtakes, yeah, oh, guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Uh, mm-hmm. It'd be fun to, to have something to actually prepare for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, although now that I say it, it sounds awful. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he helps us stay alive. So you're, you're going to need to watch at least 44 minutes worth of kids programming. At and, least uh, you can call it call it done. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. maybe I want to get into it, each of them, though. We'll see. We'll see how mm-hmm. it plays out. Who knows? Actually, probably less, because uh, I think in an uh, animation or an, uh, an episode of SpongeBob, there's like two or three like stories in that so oh, really potentially you could just like watch one of those yeah scooby-doo i haven't seen in a while i don't mm-hmm. know if the modern cartoons are like that but yeah so well yeah there's i'll have to look up a bunch for or a few for each of them and see what i think mm-hmm. um yeah and there was there a spongebob movie as well i feel like there was there were two spongebob oh. movies and a third one was supposed to come out i believe this year oh, okay. um and wouldn't you know it zoinks there was a scoob movie that came out mm-hmm. recently as well indeed um, so yeah all right well yeah there's a lot to talk about with them for sure um mm-hmm. and i'm looking forward to it for that because uh, i like how we have these structured these P- pkks mm-hmm. to uh to have yeah. a fight so uh the the voice cast in the scoob movie mm-hmm. worries me okay uh, from a quality level because they're all like big name actors mm-hmm. and i'm like ooh, mm, they're trying awfully hard yeah oh um, i didn't hear good things and- about it yeah um but uh our pal mark Wahlberg is uh i think plays a character called blue falcon okay a superhero in the hannah barbera verse mm. and uh yeah all right hey school all right did you put <laughs> did you put shit on my balls too <laughs> oh boy well, I think that's my favorite joke we've ever yeah, uh, run with on this, it's been, on this podcast. It's yeah. been great to keep bringing it up. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, you can find all of the info about how to contact us in the show notes um, that's, that are always there. So uh, feel free to do that if you want to contact mm-hmm. us at all. And uh, otherwise, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. We'd really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yep. One hey, star you know is what? appreciated. Practice for November and vote. There you go. Most pop culture combat. Even better. Uh, match up whatever whatever we call it, it round something okay since you mentioned it we weren't going to get into it we were actually doing a mm-hmm. test for the country to see if we could yeah. vote through twitter polls and mm-hmm. instagram hashtags yeah we'll see how it goes yeah so do your duty please that booty and, and in this case it's that booty is um let's talk about stuff let me so. see that booty work booty work satisfy us <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh man that was a good episode i feel overall um i think so yeah you watched a lot of interesting things i i, I watched a few as well and i think we're gonna swap now mm-hmm. which is really interesting i, I really yeah. really want to watch hops and shot now yeah that sounds like the best well, one out of the mix you have all seasons of spongebob and scooby-doo to watch so uh, I got to get on that. Mm-hmm. That is going right. to take a while. Mm-hmm. Sure will. Well, I got two eyes. I can probably watch two screens one time. I've never tried oh, it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Probably fine. Yeah, probably fine. Okay. Yeah. And keep mm-hmm. volume up full, full blast. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even louder on each to go, you know, try, try to get over the other one. Yeah. Just to like let everything hit you yeah. at once and like whatever filters in, filters in, you know, that's what I'm going to do when I watch all 800,000 hours of the news. Um, yeah. And then I'll like. Don't worry about, you know, pop culture combat. So, 
don't expect a lot go. next episode. Yeah. <laughs> you got to come in next time and be like, again, did you hear about this thing? Mm-hmm. The Berlin Wall? Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Stephen, uh, can we talk about Sarajevo real quick? Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I, I have some thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you know hey, Bill Steven? Clinton plays the saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, I've got hard opinions about Israel, okay? Oh, All wow. right, here we go. <laughs> Wait, you're saying you're going to watch a few hours of news and have hard opinions about Israel? Are you everybody on Twitter? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, without further ado, we appreciate you guys all being here today. And until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Number one. <laughs> I forgot about that joke. That was in the old time, too. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And it appears the audio is being recorded as we speak. Oh, wow. That's very fancy technology we have going on here. Okay. The real to real is jailed. <laughs> There's a mouse oh, in the real to real. Oh, God. It's a bloodbath. It's, oh, dear God. Now there's there's a jaguar in <gasps> there. Oh, my stars. I knew recording from the Serengeti was a bad idea. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be this bad of an idea. I spent so much money on all of this egg crate foam to oh <laughs> soundproof this tree. But here they we found are. me. Yeah. Rats, that, obviously, that came with me. There are no rats in the, the wild, probably. I don't know. Who knows, man? I've never been out there. Have you ever? Okay. Mm-hmm. I know I said it didn't have anything okay. for starting the show. And I definitely want to get to your thing. But this just popped in my brain. There was a... Uh, State Fair, they call it the Tulsa State Fair, which is a misnomer because Tulsa's not a state, but it's like (laughs) our part of the State Fair. Like Oklahoma City is the capital of Oklahoma. I know. Spoilers. Yeah. But uh, Tulsa has one as well. And at that, they had a booth that said, see the world's largest rat. I was like, oh, okay, why not? Because we're not riding rides. My wife Mm -hmm. and I, we're we're there to eat food. She's too short. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we. <laughs> oh, boy, that's super funny. Uh, for people who don't know, my wife is a good head shorter than I am. Uh, and I'm not a tall man. You know, I'm like no, five, yeah. five, nine, something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, yes, yeah, she's she's short. Uh, trust me, it's it's funny uh, yeah. to the listeners. Uh, it's very funny. So like just, I'm just insert laugh here. I feel like it, I feel like I've never been to an amusement park with. Have we been to an amusement park together? Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Outside of a, a fair where there are other things to do, we can't sure. even get in a yeah. an amusement park because of her. her. Yeah, <laughs> and I I insist on making her wear a beanie cap with a propeller uh-huh. on it and giving her a, an oversized lollipop because I'm just like, let's see if it works now. Yeah, uh, and it never does, so we just stop going. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes you want to make up the rides, but if you can't get on there with your wife, then what are you going to do? Yeah. So. That said, um, at the, uh, the fair, you know, we're not, we're not doing anything other than, uh, you know, eating food, looking at crafts, and then at, on this particular trip, uh, looking at weird-sized animals. So we saw the, the world's mm-hmm. largest, like, I don't know, pig, the world's most duck-like horse or something like that. Sure. And then we were... Uh, we're walking through and we said, world's largest rat. Well, I got $7 on me. Why not? So 
we walked through there and it looked like a large rat but also it was like this looks like another thing like this looks like a creature that exists that that isn't from a different part of the world it's like if somebody Mm. was like look at this weird ass monkey with a clown nose and you just like got got shown a koala you'd be like oh wait a minute (laughs) this looks like this this looks like an existing species yeah (laughs) but instead of a a a large ass rat it was a nutria do you know what that is Mm -mm. it 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 looks like an oversized rat and it has the name nutria which is like you would tear a packet off of it and put it in your tea or whatever sure (laughs) this this oversized rat looking creature would come out and just like swim in your giant glass of uh iced tea yeah (laughs) i don't want to see that no you don't want to see that no but um have you found a picture of a a nutria i have yeah so it was that thing it's like uh if a rat was a horse without a tail kind Mm -hmm. of that type of thing it's pretty yeah pretty large it's uh Mm -hmm. Uh, an adult can get 1.7 feet and up to 14 pounds. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a rat that's like the size of a small dog, I yes. guess, mm-hmm. or a large cat. Yeah. I'd like to see a large cat and a small dog and a mm-hmm. regular sized uh, Nutria be best friends. Steven, I feel like that is an excellent stunt for the podcast and we should okay. pay for it and we'll make <laughs> it happen. So, well, well, well you, you already spent that $7 you know maybe a down payment yeah exactly that thing yeah <laughs> we have Look, experiments to conduct the the carnival folk are they're they've also fallen on hard times you know sure. um, i'm sure they'd be willing to bring a nutria here to mm-hmm. eltas studios so we can the take official. a look at it and just like not not even take photos and post it to social media but just like verbally describe the oh, yeah. zaniness of it you know Guys, you don't understand. There is a large cat here. There is a small dog, and there's a what I assume is a regular size nutria. And then we have to go into explain. It's like a seventy-five minute again. episode of of just explaining stuff where we could have just like taken a photo, like the coarseness of their hair, mm-hmm. their teeth. Yep. You know if they're you know if they open doors for other people, mm-hmm. like just general like you know things that you would describe about right. animals, I guess. Do you think that's what the raptors in Jurassic Park were trying to do? Is they wow. were just like trying to open the doors to where they could like <laughs> greet the visitors? Hey guys, you're stuck. <laughs> I got you out. <laughs> like Karen, we need to we need to get jobs. Okay, we need yeah. some money. There's some stuff I want to buy. So let's get hired at the park. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's some kids we can go ask. Maybe they, <laughs> I think that's their their grandpa or uncle or whatever works here. Let's go in there. Oh, they went to the kitchen. Hey. Let us in there. Let oh, us. wait. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's use our little claws to, like, get in there. Oh. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sneezed. Of course you would do that. I just didn't expect yeah. it at that moment. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to think of all those thoughts that were in their heads, and that's what came out. And they're Look, just trying. They're trying their best. The, di- the dinosaurs are the heroes of Jurassic Park. But also, they're just, like, working stiffs, you know? Uh-huh. They're, they're back amongst, like, humans replace dinosaurs, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know? And most of us are trying to just, like, live our lives, you know? So I, I would imagine that's what those, uh, those poor dinosaurs were trying to do. All right. So I feel like you're opening up a little bit of an argument that is a good argument to have because mm-hmm. are, are we the villains in Jurassic Park? 
And it's, it's been the dinosaur story the whole time. And that's why Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is the best movie in the franchise. Hmm. Yes. Yep. yep. I think it, on a, upon rewatch, Jurassic Park itself would be hard to be on the dinosaur side. They really show mm-hmm. it from the human's point of view. But uh, it kind of, you know, gives the seeds. And then in Jurassic yep. World, they really explore that. And I'm really pretty much on the dinosaur side at that point. Right. And then Fallen Kingdom really tried to take that, and I wasn't accepting it at the time because, mm-hmm. uh, checks notes, it's a shitty movie. But um, <laughs> but maybe I judged it harshly, you know? I love that you used the checks notes thing. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's wonderful. You sent me your notes. I had, to, yeah, I had to check your, yeah. your notes, yeah, really, is what sure. it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, uh, I think that you're onto something because I think if you and I were to talk about dinosaurs in general versus people... Um, I mean, I like a very few amount of people, you know, mm-hmm. very small amount. Um, I like a lot of dinosaurs. So right. if, if you were to pit them against each other and say, you know, whose side are you on? I think I would choose dinosaurs every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, let's go through all the dinosaurs. Let's do it. Jennifer. Kevin. <laughs> Wait, what? Miles. Trent. Galveston. It's a made up name, but it's like, you know, it's part of their culture. Squee. Oh. Ziggy. Stardust. They mm-hmm. not at all uh related not to David Bowie, but it's yeah. just they it's, came first. Happenstance. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So sixty five million Bowie, years. Yeah. Bowie named himself after the mm-hmm. dinosaurs, I think. And then look, there's a there's a ton of others. You know? There's a whole thing. There's yeah. a whole mm-hmm. list. Um mm-hmm. but basically what I'm saying is, you know, there's a new Jurassic World coming out. I feel like the more we talk about it, the more I think about it the more i'm ready for them to take over um clearly we're not doing such a great job with this planet they didn't either you know they got wiped out but we brought them back and uh kind of like ian malcolm says you know it's kind of it's 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 our fault you know mm-hmm. it yeah. might be our downfall it turns out it's our fault now i guess i'll become a fly i think this is dialogue yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's actually uh canon that's true mm-hmm. yes yeah. dick cannon that's right <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Steven, you're wilding out over there. Hey, whoa. <laughs> Calm down. Well, Brent, I, you know, you mentioned something that I was going to talk about today. And it really, it's, we, we just tried to do these show openers and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I wanted to bring up something the other day. I was, I was going to try to put that off till next week. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and do that. And then we'll do a sync word that has nothing to do with it. Okay, sure. So I just wanted to mention, I had this random thought the other day, but um, I used to watch the show Cops, like, a lot. Okay. okay. All right. Did you ever watch the show Cops? Uh, yeah, when I was younger. It was sure. just, like, a kind of a thing that was on, but I remember, like, actively watching it uh, as, a, as a child. It like, popped in my head the other day. Yeah. Again, I, I, I grew up without cable, so my, mm-hmm. my choices were limited on what I could watch. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Back on I'm Fox, familiar. though. Like, you got Fox, didn't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everybody had... It was like... I don't know what it is about that show. Right now, I feel like if I watched it as an adult at this stage in my life, I would have a lot of anxiety watching people mm-hmm. get busted by the cops. But at the time, man, it was riveting. And it's yeah. like the only... It's one of the only reality shows that I still, like, hold some affinity for. Mm-hmm. And I... it, Brent, you know, it all stands... Stam, it all stands from that theme song <laughs> i've had it in my head for two days straight now oh what nice you want, what you want to do <laughs> you know um 
I had, yeah. And I just had it popped my head the other day randomly and I hadn't thought about cops in nearly, you know, two decades or so, but it popped in my head and I was like, I, I don't know what I would do with that show right now, but uh, once upon a time I was a big cops follower, big watcher of that show. Oh, it's almost like you can hear it now. Oh yeah. Oh, I can like picture it, you know? <laughs> I wonder if this band, uh, Inner Circle, yeah, I have no idea. They have, they have like some sweet residuals from this, right? I hope so. I hope they really struck it like a nice deal in the beginning of that because. Boys, bad boys. Interestingly enough, I've never cared for the Bad Boys movie franchise. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. You know, but if if I don't even know, do they do they have that song in there? Oh my God, Stephen! I imagine it's, right. It's yeah, in the first uh, 15, 20 minutes. Oh man, uh, they acknowledge it. Excellent. In the yeah, first so movie, yeah. I kind of get that, you know. Uh, even though I'm not a fan of, of that series, but mm. yeah, there's just something about it. That song pops in my head, and I'm just like, I'm ready to chase some bad guys through a backyard mm. and into a pool. Let's do it. It's so weird too because it's such like a like. Most Caribbean music is very like laid back and relaxed, <laughs> but yeah, true. you're you're totally right. Like there's there's like something where it's like it somehow motivates you. Uh-huh. Like it has very like slow beats per minute. Yeah, uh, and it's very like it's kind of chill. Yeah, it's like very Caribbean. chill. Yeah, like but then you're like getting amped drum. up. Yeah, yeah, but there's something about it that makes yeah it makes me amped up. I don't even need like a a remix or whatever. I'm just like yeah, let's get those fucking bad boys mm-hmm. with yeah. a Z. <laughs> But alas, I haven't seen it in years, you know, yes. maybe mm-hmm. once upon a time. But yeah, I just thought like, it's funny, like there are shows that, uh, that are so ingrained in you still that that song can last in my brain for two days straight. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm not even sick of it yet. I'm yeah, just right. walking around. Bad boys, bad boys. Mm-hmm. under my breath like the whole day. Yep. So, but is, is that why you're constantly pulling people over and asking for their license and registration? I can neither confirm nor deny that that occurs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, was a toddler arrested in my yard uh, for having too low of a wagon? Maybe. Well, look, he was drunk. Like, did you see that fucker? Be, yeah. <laughs> you totally can't drunk. be doing that in public. You can't be doing that. No. I don't care whose sidewalk. You know, people walk here. Fool. Yeah. You know, so I feel like it amps me up to be a better citizen mm-hmm. for my neighborhood. Yeah. And I chased an ice cream truck out the other day. That dude was for sure a pedo. Um, One hundred percent. I've I've yeah. also transformed from um, the American pronunciation of pedo mm-hmm. or uh, pedophile to uh, the Europe, the uh, English uh, England mm-hmm. version of pedo. I like that now better. Oh, I thought you meant he was good at walking and he had a pedometer on his waistband there. I thought that's what you meant. Oh, okay. I was confused. Here's the thing. He wants you to think that, mm. but it's all a cover. Yeah. It's like there's an old uh, Saturday Night, I think it's Saturday Night Live skit where someone comes up for Halloween and he's like an adult trick-or-treating and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, I'm a sex offender. Wait, what? It's my Halloween costume, but I am legally supposed to tell you that i am a sex offender <laughs> right. so you are no no no. it's my costume it's like right. that like i don't trust mm-hmm. him you know what i'm saying sure i get it yeah and like legally speaking like if a cop pulls you over and your ice cream 
ice cream truck and mm-hmm. they're like hey um have you been touching kids and he's like no i've okay no i've got i like <laughs> yeah. to walk see I've got, look you can see my step count <laughs> 1031 steps today oh okay damn it god see, damn it here's it's the an thing ironclad contract can you, can you believe him at all though because he's been in a truck all day where's he walking what are you talking about mm. sir see that's where the story breaks down and you're not sure okay. about it there you go that's and how they get you that's you know? how you that's right so mm-hmm. yep. Yep. anyway don't trust ice cream men. do trust ice cream watch <laughs> cops get those bad boys that's my lesson for today <laughs> follow these four simple steps and yeah. you will have a great life and out of that i didn't come up with a new sync word but i had a random one from yesterday okay. that i just thought of my wife was talking about some things that she liked that were french okay. that she missed um and i thought this word was funny so i figured our sync word today should be bourguignon B- what? what as in beef bourguignon Bourguignon, Bourguignon, you got it. Bourguignon. You ever had? You've never had beef bourguignon. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen the word. Clearly, I've never like seen it. the food. <laughs> I've never seen. I know the word. it has some like crazy spelling. It has to have some like it crazy does. spelling. Bourguignon, Bourguignon. You got okay. it. See, it's just right. a goofy word, funny word. It's all gorge. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, you want to count us down? Sure. Okay. Should I start recording? By the way. Oh, uh, nah. Fuck it. <laughs> nah, fuck it. <laughs> Worked out well last night. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be okay. All right. So, Bourguignon on three. One, two, three. A Bourguignon. Oh, we both did it. Yeah, we went like nasally French. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But it's oh, true. Oh, oh. <laughs> Get that Bourguignon. You would like it, man. It's like, um, gosh, it's like, I think it, I haven't had it in a while. It's like potatoes and stuff. It's kind of like a stew uh, with like red wine sauce and stuff. To, hmm. to deglaze the pan and get all the good stuff up. Oh, it's so good, man. You'd, you'd dig it. Okay. Well, yeah, I like most food, so. I, you know. Here it is. You take a, an old Nike tennis shoe, you slice mm. off the bottom, fry that puppy up, put some, uh, some beef juice on it that you got at the mm-hmm. beef juice store, put a little red wine, Brent will eat it up. Hell yeah. Put oh, some cracked yeah. pepper on that. Oh, <sighs> you love cracked pepper. <laughs> That sound seriously disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I guess now that we have that out of the way and we have some outtakes. um, Yep. Should have saved the the cop story for now, huh? (laughs) 